Good boy. All right, recording. All right. Episode 62, Corey Cash Podcast. Due to the fact that we practice in social, I, can, I can't pro- pronounce. Social distancing. Distancing. I can never pronounce it. I can't say the ing on it. I could say distance, but I can't say ing. Like, this is, I can't. This is horrible. Um, today I have two guests. Introduce yourself, ladies, one by one, because this bullshit Zoom. What's up, it's Anaya. I'm eating watermelons right now. Corey got me on this damn Zoom. I'm over here in the robe eating watermelons. <laughs> I'm Tanisha, and I'm in Canada. Ah! And yes, we do practice social distancing. In- <laughs> and how are y'all ladies doing? Well. Okay. I'm denied. I got a little headache right now. I don't know what it's from though. I'm just like, this is trash. That time of the month. I don't know. No, that time done came already. No, I'm talking about me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know what? I meant to text you this today. I had no cramps before or right now. And I think it's because I've been religiously drink, um, taking the CMOS gel for the last two to three weeks. So don't that sleep might- on it. That might be it. How you doing, Corey? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm, bo- I'm bored. I'm very bored. I, I can play the game in this track. You're bored? What's that? Bored? Like, I could watch a Netflix show and I can't keep, it doesn't keep my attention. Right now, I'm trying to currently finish Ozark. It has a very slow build. It got a very, very, very slow build. It's good, but it has a slow build. Everybody's watching that. I think I watched Ozark when it first came out, and I was like, "Nah, this is a dub." Nah, it get it, it get good. I with it. It get good. A show got attached. It has to really catch my attention the first two episodes. After that, I'm off it. I'm like, "All right." Did you watch Tiger King? Yes, I did. No. Carol Baskin. <laughs> Carol Baskin. <laughs> Yo. You watched I'm Tiger King, Tanisha? No, I'm not. Oh my it. God, please watch it. You know what? Sometimes when I see something trending on social media, you don't want to watch it. I didn't want to watch it. Remember, you told me to watch what was the other one, the cats one? Don't, I told you, don't, don't watch for Don't Fuck with Cats. I told you to watch that. Well, I'm not watching it. Yo, please watch I'm it. Watching it's Tiger sick. It's sick. It's not even sick. It's funny. <laughs> no, no, no. Tiger Kings is funny. Tiger Kings is funny. Tiger's don't funny. Fuck with Cats is sick. Oh, now that shit looks sick. You can tell by the picture, it looks sick. Yo, you gotta watch that. It, it, and it's crazy because it involves Canada. The whole fucking Canada was looking for this nigga. Like, you know how, like, they say, all right, I'm gonna just break you, basically give you the plot about it. Basically, I don't know about it. I don't know about it. Isn't it somebody who uses their IP and they get caught? He's like killing something? No? Innocent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, like 10% of it. But it's like a serial killer building up because serial killers start with animals first. And then they it gets so crazy that they start looking at his backgrounds and streetlights and they start Google mapping and shit and finding out where he live and shit like that. And it's they start tracking him wherever he go and he's serial killing. Well, he fucked himself over. He sure did. Yeah, he did now. He did, he did, he did. Um all right, so a question I gotta ask y'all, what did y'all learn about yourself during this quarantine? I learned that I'm a homebody, but I ain't that damn. 
I ain't that much of a fucking homebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the fuck I like. You know, it's different when you in the house by choice. Like, oh, I'm chilling. I'm in the house. Plus, I work from home, so it's like, okay, this shit different. A bitch want to go out. She want to go out to eat. She want to go shop. She want to do shit. And the weather's nice. It's yeah. fucking nice. It's like, what the fuck? It'd be different if it's like raining and cold outside. It's like, all right, can't go nowhere. But it's fucking sunny, hot. The birds is chirping. The niggas is running. This is some bullshit. <laughs> she said the niggas is running. <laughs> yeah, for real. I got on my story. They're running. They're going to the walks. And it's crazy because the parks are shut down. Or they took the rims off the back basketball courts. It's bad. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. It's bad. You make a call to do that. We got to go take the rims down. Like when did they do it? Yeah, but that's that's New York. Though. You know they'll do that shit. What? They'll come quick and take that bitch down. Oh my god! I never got the notice, and I ain't see him. I've been I'm, I walked across the street, and I seen his basketball courts, and I never seen these niggas come outside to take the rim down. Just, I, the rims are just gone. Crazy. Yeah, it's, it's it's nuts. It's, um, damn, what did I learn about myself? I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> it's a lot of. I'm not gonna lie. It's a lot of self reflection time too, for me mm-hmm. personally. It's just like. Why am I getting irritated that I'm in the house? Like, I'm the only child. I'm used to doing certain shit. Why am I getting irritated so fast that I'm just in the house? Like, it's just like. Right. It should be regular shit. It should be regular shit. You feel me? Is is that we're forced. Okay. Yeah. Then it's like, like, even if we wasn't forced, ain't shit open. So it's like, damn, really can't do shit, you know? Yeah, it's really nothing to do, to be honest with you. It's really nothing to do. I know New York got, um, we got locked down. Uh, the president is saying that May 15th, he want to open shit up. The governor is saying otherwise. And this is like, it's a beef. Um, they want to shut down the New York um, subways. The New York subways is disgusting. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I thought they were cleaning them. No. No? I come home from work. I get up at 12. I get, I get off during like 10 p.m. to 12, depending on how fast I do my last delivery and the trains is like filled with like crackheads and homeless people that are choosing their spots on the train like this is my corner and these niggas you i'm not trying to be funny and sensitive but these niggas haven't showered so they like the whole carts thing is is bad then on a regular like it's mad widows outside like mad tweak heads and randoms outside it's just it's just it's nasty so if they shut down the subway systems at least you um, I heard that. got people from traveling because the thing is that niggas don't understand that the, the a virus needs a host and which is a human body. And when we come in contact with people, whether we talk, get cough, sneeze, you know what I'm saying? As long as we contact people, it's going to travel. Wait, Corey, you remind me of that video. He's like, it's a don't virus! Touch- <laughs> 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 but it's true! Did you see that video? <laughs> in front of the projects and it's like don't touch me with your fucking hands <laughs> I just ain't Corey I don't know who is yo you did say that to me so I said like I'm like that's that's me all the way yo ass that's your I ain't ass. gonna lie when I go into work I'm I'm elbow dapping niggas that's I, my shit nah yeah. what I was about to say um you said something about the subway yeah so I'm closing it down Need the governor's trying to shut it down. 
Oh, not I don't see how that's possible though, because people with essential jobs still have to travel. In order for this to shit to stop, you have to stop all jobs. This is not. This is my thing. Like niggas don't. I understand like us as the outside looking, but it's like this is a global thing. This ain't just the U.S. This is a global thing. You have to like stop niggas from going outside, literally. And I think if it's if it gets to a point that niggas is not listening, it might be martial law. We might have like literally military outside. Like yo, where you you not going nowhere? Go back upstairs. It might get like that. It might though. It, it might was, get like that. You were saying that they let in certain states like Texas, Atlanta. Um, open up. I'm like, listen, that shit is a setup because if they let that shit open up and these people are just out and about doing regular shit, that's because they want that's the whole hidden agenda. They want your ass to fucking get sick. Mm -mm. And then it's like, my thing is, even if you open I'm up, for, I'm not even waiting for state to state, I'm waiting for United States as a complete whole to say, okay, we're good to go. It's clear everywhere instead of saying, oh, it's just clear in my state. Yeah, but then if it's clear in my state, that means other niggas could fly into my state with they bullshit. So it's just like... Mm -mm. And, and we don't acknowledge it, but niggas is still flying during this time. I live by the airport. I see flights all the time. And on the, on the, and it don't matter if it's how many... Well, it does. A pilot... I mean, not the pilot. The airplane can't fly unless it's a certain amount of people. So it's right. enough people to fly on these flights. Yeah. Flights is like... I ain't got a lot of flights is at an all-time minimum. So it's like... I can see why niggas. But where's niggas going? Out and about. <laughs> they the one, and then it's crazy because like you gotta acknowledge as a human being that your body might not show symptoms, but you can transmit it to somebody. So it's like you could fly from North Carolina to Baltimore or or whatever or Maryland to to, to Maryland, but you could bring it to somebody. Uh -huh. So it's okay. like. We need to take some, and I'm not mad at like if they shut down everything because that's the it's a global issue, it's not just a New York issue, it's not just a U.S. issue. This exists all around the world. It's a pandemic, it's a pandemic. Facts, you know, what's even more eerie that they have that fucking Netflix um movie or show documentary, whatever the fuck it is. That shit that came out before everybody was on lockdown. I heard about that. Yeah. They have a what. They have a show on Netflix. I don't know if it's a documentary or a show, but it's mm -hmm. basically how to survive a deadly virus. That shit came out like the beginning of this year. Yeah. That's on Netflix. Trending. And I'm like, that's that's kind of eerie. And then that we all dealing with this? That's nasty. Yeah, that shit kind of... The issue with me is like, I'm not gonna lie. I, at first, I thought it was bullshit. Then it started hitting home, and it's just like, all right. I lost a cousin to this shit. It's like, yo, all right. Like, now this shit is getting out of pocket because it's like, I thought it, you know, niggas joke. Niggas don't take shit serious on the right. internet. And it's like, as I lost my cousin, I'm like, nah. Mood I can't change. fuck around. Yeah, I can't fuck around. Yeah. I, can't. I think people forget that this has been around since October and November. That's and a fact. Like, I remember, I remember hearing about it and I was like, um, whatever. I went on whole, went to Miami for Art Basel in December, went to London in February, came back from London. And that's where I felt like I started, I felt like I started hearing about it more in London, where it was just like, they, they shut down, they shut down. They hadn't shut down yet. It was when I got back. Then two weeks later is when everybody started to wake the fuck up. Yo, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I um, I 
I went past the Bronx Zoo two days ago, yesterday. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. One of these days, and it's a morgue. Oh, the like, animals? Literally. Dead bodies in the, like, the open spaces, dead bodies. Like, literally. What? Seriously. That's crazy. It's a morgue because I, at this point, is no place to put the dead bodies anywhere. Like, you, funerals is um, allowing 10 people. That means including the pastor, including the others that actually work for the place, and then including the family. So, 10, 10 people at a funeral is That's really good. like six, five of the family members. And they're getting fined because other people are like outside in their car waiting and shit like that. It's like, it's, getting, it's horrible in New York. That's terrible. Like, I'm gonna be honest, my cousin died October, I mean, October, April 4th. And it's like, we don't got no, we ain't got no funeral for her. And you know, usually in black, black, like, in black families, when death happens, your family's from down south, everybody come up, everybody kick it. It ain't that. It ain't that for me. It's not. Like, my not mother- that for me. It's more of a, this person died. It's like, it's like, it's, Insensitive thing is like this person died, get over it, and it's just like you move on to the next, and that's the crazy part for me. That's that. That's the part I have an issue with. Right. Is um the Javis Center, which um also holds the the car show for Funk Flex that everybody come around the world to go see. That is a morgue. Um, hospitals have trucks next to them. Stacking bodies, that is a morgue. Like, it's it's nasty in New York. That's crazy. It's it's nuts. Because I literally drove back. I didn't even know the Bronx Zoo was a morgue. And I drove, I'm like, damn. It's like mad tense and I'm like, fuck. Like, this shit is, this shit is nuts. It's literally something. And then on top of that, they, they got the census going on right now. Where they want to, like, you know. I mean, that's normal, but. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad because we got a lot of people. Transportation is like, it's bad. That's crazy. Shit is fucking wild. 2020 is canceled. Hell yeah. This is definitely canceled. Like, this, the, the, Listen, I'm still the same age next year. Fuck that. Fuck <laughs> that. What? I'm the same fucking age in 2021. No, I'm not not even joking with you. I literally said that to someone two or three weeks ago. Like, this. No, I'm not claiming this year. This year. My birthday May 2nd, so I was like. Oh, yeah, mine's the third. You got my mom, right? That's crazy. Um, That's crazy. I I don't know. I'm still not claiming it. I'm I'm not until, until. Bitch, we were supposed to have a nice little Italian getaway. No. Child. Italy for two weeks. Living my best life. Fuck out of here. Like, what? <laughs> you, I got a quick question. Would you feel like if all of this wasn't going on, was 2020 a great start for everybody? No. Kobe and, and fucking Pop Smoke died. No. Okay. For, yeah, those were sad. <laughs> Was to my personal life, nigga. Kobe and Pop Smoke. No, Kobe's personal. Oh my gosh, those were sad, but 
No, my twenty no twenty is starting off pretty late. Mine was too. Like, and then it just said, Arrgh! "Just kidding." <laughs> All right, so let's go to twenty twenty. Let's go with January, February. Was January, it a good year? It was January. I did dry January, so I was sober for thirty days. You tried to enforce that upon me. It didn't work. I did, and you're a bad friend because you should have did it. Horrible friend. You're horrible. You're the worst. <laughs> Dry January. January good for you and I, too? Every damn month was good up until all this shit happened. Nigga, I had the ball rolling. There we go. You really did. You had a lot of things coming up. Yeah, that's why I'm like everything. I had the MCM event. I had a meet and greet in LA. I had um, just other stuff that was coming along once that was said and done. It's like, yeah. It felt like, it felt like, you know, you got the magic uh, carpet and that shit said, Pew! you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> right here. It's like, damn. It sucks though when you announce you're going to do something and all this shit happens. And then I was like, okay, so are we going to reschedule this? Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, so that shit was trash. Like, I had some really great opportunities coming and happening. And now it's just like, I guess it's the sit and waiting game. And that shit is not cute. Is God, like, asking us to relax? I think so. God don't like what's going on with everything. I'll tell you that right now. We've been getting out of hand. Shit is getting out of hand. Okay. I'll just make sure. There's a lot of hidden agendas. A lot of things that our media tries to force upon us to accept. A bunch of shit. A bunch yeah. of shit. A lot Agree. of godly like, like, you know. All right. <clears throat> I would love to ask y'all ladies about y'all worst date experience. Ghetto. <laughs> Dating experience? Meaning like the nigga orchestrated everything. Every time I think this one, it just annoys me. I'm going to start with mine. So, a few years ago, ago <laughs> this Some time guy, ago, before Christ. <laughs> like a couple years ago. I don't even remember. It was a while ago, my last apartment. This guy that I knew, just because he was friends with my little brother, and he asked me one time, he's like, hey, I know your birthday's coming up. Let me take you out for dinner. And I was like, is this a date? And he's like, no, I just want to take you out for dinner. I was like, Okay, mm. let me practice this with. This is the last time I will ever say yes to someone that I don't actually want to sit down to have a meal with. So, anyways, I go to the dinner. He picks me up and he takes me to Ruth Chris. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but it's like a popular steak. Are we familiar? Yes. <laughs> I know Prime is like more popular in the states, so I'm like, I don't know if Ruth Chris is like as big of a in New York. Ruth Chris is popping in Atlanta too. So he took me to Ruth Chris, and I was like, oh, like, oh, this is cute. What made you think of Ruth Chris? Because that used to be one of my favorite restaurants. Like, now I've been there so many times, I'm over it. Mm-hmm. But he's like, oh, that's the kind of places girls like you like, right? And I was like. I remember this. You tell me yes. this. Yes. When I tell you, this nigga insulted me the whole day. It started with that. Um, girls should be happy to get free meals from niggas. Um, what else? That Louis Vuitton bag, what nigga bought you that? How much did your nails cost? Did a guy pay for that? It was just, it was one after another after another. Cringy as fuck. It was cringy as fuck, and I was so over it. Nasty. I'm like, bye. This this is a wrap. Like, over it. 
I was so annoyed. It was a terrible day. He insulted me the whole time. Like, and I was like, and it's so funny because I was talking to my brother's dad about it. And I was telling him, I was like, yo, the guy just insulted me the whole day, pretty much. And he's like, well, you know how Nigerians are and <laughs> like they don't respect women. And then this isn't my opinion, but that's what he was saying. He's like, they're not really respectful of women. You know, they think that like men are more dominant and stuff like that. And they basically look at girls like girls just are looking for their next. There's meal. some 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 religion, some country. Yes. Yeah. So it was a terrible date. He just insulted me the whole time. And then ugh, that's it. That was the end of it. And the funny part is he never even had my phone number. He had to like Snapchat me to tell him. That's just like, what's the whole point of inviting a woman out? And, and it's one thing to like ask questions and pick someone's brain. But when you are like an asshole and sarcastic about it, it's like, ew. Right. Like, right. Like the fuck? <laughs> like, first of all, you pick me up from my apartment that I live at home. Where do you live again? First of all, you're in a BMW that has rust on it from oh something. <laughs> Like, I was really just like, no, I had to read him down the last Yo, time. I'm telling you, I, 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 I swear like, to God, I will advocate this. You're not going to really win the, pedal, the petty battles with women. You're not. No, because we no. will stop. We will no. talk about everything. We will talk about your existence. Everything. What? We will find ways to spin circles around that ass being petty. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it'd be horrible. I'm trying to think. He sees me. He doesn't say anything to me, and I, I enjoy that. Because if we went through a period of time where he would say hi, and I'm like. <laughs> I'm trying to think. You So so you're saying like a bad date experience? Oh, or worse. You're worse. I ain't yeah. saying bad, because bad could, it could yeah. be five bad joints. That was okay. okay, so this worse. Was, okay, so this wasn't a date. It was not a date. Okay, so at the time, this is when I was on my heavy pothead shit. I had first moved to Atlanta, and I only knew one nigga selling, you know, selling the stuff. And um, he was so creepy, and his name was Chicago. So we're just going to throw that out there. Yep, the plug name was Chicago. Now, his stuff was good, but it came to a point where I feel like women who, you know, want to smoke or have they shit it's hard for us especially if we cute because all these damn drug dealers they just want to take you out on a date go out and it's just like no bro just make sure that eighth is fat please and thanks you know so (laughs) a real pothead so make a long story short um he he kept asking me to go out, go out. And I'm like, ew, no, no. I ended up stopped smoking all in general because I just couldn't find nobody else. And he was getting on my nerves. So I was like, you know what? She was. <laughs> that, that explains a lot. Like, I just completely stopped. Like, I don't even want to smoke no more. I don't even want to go through you. I don't even want to ask you for nothing. I ain't going to call you, text you nothing. I ain't going to hit you up. You ain't going to pull up nothing. So he kept asking, like, oh, let me take This is how you sound, too. Let me take you out a night later. You know, it's like, ew, like that creepy. I just so, want to point out him calling you a night later is nasty. That's nasty. Listen, you will be surprised. That's Niggas is corny. Like, why would you call me by my Instagram name? But I That's nasty. That's disgusting. It's it, like a Russian very, cringy. very cringy. So... Me moving in Atlanta, I, was, I didn't really know a lot of people out there. So I, I saw that Fab and, like, the cast of Power was going to be at this club called Compound. 
or was it the go? I forgot which club it was. Anyway, so I was like, damn, I want to go, but I ain't got nobody to go with. And I knew that he was going. So I kind of was like, all right, well, I'm going to go with you to the club. You know, they had a section. So I'm like, all right, I'm good. So I thought. <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm good. When I tell you this had to be the most ghettoest nigga I ever went out with. And, we, and it wasn't even a date. It was just riding to the club with him and just being in the club with him. I've never walked with a man that got out his car and just started walking. Like, you got a female with you. Regardless if I, if we're intimate, we're friends, we're cool, we're whatever. Yeah. How you get up out your car and you just start walking to where you going and didn't even say you good? You need, like, it was so weird. We get in the club, it's just real mixy. I'm like, yo, I've never been out. He didn't ask me if I wanted something to drink. But the whole time you've been pressing me, you know what I'm saying? Since I done moved out here. Now I give you the time of day for us to kick it or whatever, go out. It was just ghetto. It was so ghetto. It was so ghetto. And then like his homeboys, they was in town. They were like, yo, you good? You need something? I'm like, yeah, it's like I'm with 10 niggas and I'm the only female. And then the nigga that brought me with him, like, you know what I'm saying? He Then he leaves the club. How you leave the club and don't say nothing? So then, yeah, mind you, I rode with him to the club. It was just so ghetto. Y'all, it was so fucking ghetto. It gets worse than this. I'm not going to go into detail because it's, it's a high mess. But I was just like, that has to be the worst experience that I ever had with, like, another man. Before. Like, I've never any nigga, any nigga that nicknames himself after a city in a state it's, it's is nasty. When I tell you, I stopped smoking because of that shit. <laughs> I let you, bro. Because, It was... It was <laughs> Get him. Yo, guys, get him. Um, <laughs> do y'all really want to get into the NBA young boy Yaya Mayweather thing? Yes. Okay. Where is your father? <laughs> and where is your mother? <laughs> fucking sent into you. <laughs> no, who abused you as a child that you think this shit is okay? I don't. <laughs> Like, I really don't understand. I need someone to break down. <laughs> no. <laughs> Where are your parents? Yo, what the fuck? No, and I, I told Anaya this a few a few months ago where I feel like celebrity kids are becoming the new groupies. And I think it was you, Corey, that said that. They're doing it for that street cred and that clout. Yeah, because they missed it. They missed the street shit that they- Why is that cute to run after? But my thing is, who, who did she stab and why did she stab the person? His baby mother His that baby was mama. Like, having a baby. Like, oh, she was upon having a baby and killed the baby. What? Yes, yeah, she facing 99 years. Correct. Her up. I'm I'm dead ass. She's facing 99 years. When they tell you news information. It be. I real. said facing. I said facing. Facing. No, I need concrete. What did she stab? And what happened? I'm guessing she was so pregnant. What happened was NBA young boy was at home. This girl yeah. that was also with him, and Yaya pulled up. And this isn't the first time she's done this. She pulled up. And her and the girl got into an altercation, and I guess she must have been the person losing in the fight. So she went to the kitchen and grabbed a, they're saying it was a butter knife and not actually like an actual steak knife, but people are saying like. But I ain't gonna lie, but it's wild butter knives in the kitchen, it's wild butter knives. It's not actual knives in the kitchen, it's wild butter knives. Anyway, so then she went and stabbed up the girl and 
mugshot looking like a little troll gremlin doll. Oh my God. That mugshot, I don't care what nobody say, bitch. That has to be the worst mugshot I think I've ever saw of a female. Like, bitch, you're lazy. I've seen worse. I've seen worse. I've never, no. I've seen I've seen worse. I've seen worse. I've seen a lot of mugshots. I've never seen worse from the women that are rich as her. Okay, I agree with that. I've never seen a mugshot to where your lace front is off of your, like, I've never seen that. I've never seen a fucking lace front of mugshot. I've never seen, I've seen people's natural hair fucked up, but I've never seen a purple, I've never seen a colored wig, lace front fucked up on a mugshot. I've never seen that. Based on the picture, I think her lace was already lifting. Because if you notice her hair, it's not like it was styled and it was tussled. It I'm not like a woman. I'm trying to understand how does your leaf even lift. I don't. I'm, I don't know. All I know is that should look crazy. I would have took that wig off before that mug shot. You would. I would have had the meat milk. Wow, you got handcuffs on. Now I was like, ma'am, it has to be a woman cop somewhere. Can you take this wig off the side? Girl, this is not the airport. Okay. <laughs> Been asked. Like, nah, I ain't gonna lie. She cute, but the way the lace front is horrible. No, she looked like I'm fucking Something's wrong with her. My life is going down the drain. This it's week. been going down the drain because you know what? You gotta she talk just- about celebrity kids. They just chase a clout that they it's were trash. not born into and is don't exist no more because you're rich. It's trash. You are like I just don't understand. First of all, he looks like a skin mark. I don't know what the appeal is. Does he have a big dick or something? He has he to. The way the women go crazy, he has to. Been, he got too many kids. I don't even know any of his music, to be honest. I've never heard one. I don't. I can't. If you said like yo, Corey, I'm gonna shoot you if you don't sing one NBA young song, NBA <laughs> young boy. I'm gonna die. If you made something to no six, nigga, that shit go hard. Buddha bless the beat. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you talking about right now. Nah, he got a. <laughs> I don't. Please flame him because NBA Young Boy got one hot song. That's NBA Young Boy is a hundred percent. So y'all niggas, this is my biggest fear. This is my biggest fear. And I'm gonna just like I'm not even going to exceed to the biggest level as far as a million followers, right? I'm going to exceed to anybody's level as 100K followers. I don't want to get there, and y'all niggas, it's just the hood, but 100K followers around. Like, I don't want to get there, and it's just y'all. Like, it's just y'all being ghetto. Like, I don't want to get there because I might as well have stayed in this position right here in the hood and did the same thing. And then not be amplified because I'm not being looked at because it's not 100K. You know what it is? Niggas get money, and then they get... We can say this about a lot of celebrities. People I feel like that's Hollywood right now. No, that's that's been like this for a while. You have, <clears throat> for example, Justin Bieber. That's a kid who got money quick, young, and blew it. Meaning, like, you don't got the right people around you. So 100%. You get money, and then you got yes motherfuckers around you that don't want to keep it real and say you're doing too much or you the one that made it out. You got to be a bad example. A lot of people are not going to do that when you're the one who got something to lose. So, for example, with young NBA, whatever, he, he the golden ticket for the rest of these niggas. So if he wilding out, we're going to be like, all right, you wilding out. Or we're just going to let you live. But that's why these people don't get further in life because they don't have the right people around them. You got people that let you do whatever. Ain't nobody checking you. Nope. Them, not, them not your real friends. If they can't say you fucking up, you need to slow down. That's not cool. You need to chill out. And, I, and personally, me, I need those niggas around me. 
money, clout, and fame will have all your fucking friends sucking your dick from the back because they just want to be on good terms. Because yeah. that's, that's 100%. You know what? It's the it's hype. The it's the hype. It's, it is whack. And then on top of that, it's, it's a lot of celebrities that have experiences. Look at Justin Bieber. That nigga was walling out. Look at, um, what's his name? Look Bobby at Chris Brown. Walling out. That's what I'm saying. These celebrities, they get money, and they and I really want to think it is. It, it has to do with counseling. It has to do with when you give a person that's young all this attention. They, a lot of people don't know what to do with it. They just don't. They think because they, you know what? A lot of these people were never cool in high school and junior high. Mm, they were never popping on any level. So it's like you got that check, you got that popularity, you got bitches throwing pussy at you, right. you got people saying yes. What now? Can I do for you? Huh? How right. many more? Jump how high? They don't know how to behave and it's too much and then they're in this world called hollywood where it's not a it's an alternate universe yeah live in that world. It's, not real. <laughs> it's not real it's an alternate like crazy shit happens That's and it's the right. norm no it is it's weird though but no it's fucked up though like we could even talk about like what pop smoke like when you think about it that nigga he moved out of new york it still got popped so it's just like yeah you can leave your hood you could still blow up and try to make a better lifestyle for yourself, but if you ain't got the right people around you, you doomed. But even sometimes if you have the right people around you, it can catch up with you. Could yeah. you imagine being from the hood, being like a person like Pop Smoke, where it's like maybe you possibly killed someone or you've seen someone die in front of you, and then you move to a place like Hollywood and you almost have like PTSD from living in the hood? Yeah. And that's why a lot of, I feel like a lot of these celebrities go crazy too. Because could you imagine being like a Beyonce and you can't even go to Target and be bum rushed by a bunch of people? Yeah, that shit is weird. I that's be, I'm going to be honest, I couldn't be Beyonce for a day. Like, that's annoying. You walk from your hotel door to your car and there are thousands of people. That shit would make That is nasty. Right? I couldn't be Beyonce. And anyone could just grab you. Like, Julius is there, but he only one person. Princess Diana died. Didn't she die because of paparazzi following her? Yeah, they were following her, and she got into a car crash underneath the tunnel in Paris. What? That's how she died. You you shitting me. Yeah. She died, like, like, out of some fan shit? And well, the paparazzis are always following her over there. But yeah, it was pretty much, it was raining. I think it was in the nighttime. It was raining one night and she was being followed and chased by the paparazzis, but they're always chasing her. Yeah, I'm not going to tell the friend. Raining the paparazzi will kill you. And yeah, and they ended up in a car accident. That's nasty. It was her and her lover or whatever, the guy she was dating at the time. That's nasty. That's disgusting. It is. Or you talk about those, like, you know, those crazy stalker fans that kill celebrities. Like, you think about Gianni Versace, how he died in front of the steps of his damn South Beach house. Right. Or not even Chris Brown had that bitch stalking, that stalker girl. He came home and that bitch had been in his house for two days. Yeah, eating his Ow! <laughs> but you know, robberies and break-ins and people living in people's house. Remember when that um, Rihanna stalker, um, so broke into her house but she wasn't there she was in a whole different country but it's like how does that happen what we pay all these what creates the obsession of you loving someone or loving someone's art that much that you want to do some physical harm or do something bad to them like what creates that that's a different you'll be surprised how drawn people are to other people's lives like 
to that extreme to where they're like, I need to see this person. Like, what? I can't That's remember. An obsession. There was an actress in the 80s where she was probably like the first person where it happened, where like a crazy fan became mm-hmm. obsessed with her. And he got mad with her because of a sex scene that she did in a movie. And he started sending her letters. He found her address. And then he came to her doorstep one day and she opened the door and he shot and killed her. Crazy. Right? Crazy. Oh, you know what else was even also like, um, there's a Playboy documentary of like the first major Playboy um, girl. Mm-hmm. Bunny, I'm over here talking about girl, and her boyfriend, he's like basically pimped her, and she ends up being like a very popular bunny at the Playboy Mansion, and she was like the youngest, but he got so jealous of her fame that he ends up killing her. So you got got niggas that try to come up with you, and they mad that they ain't getting up either. Celebrity is crazy, and this, and it's not even like as we're talking about like fans being drawn to them. It's like you have people that are celebrities that are drawn to other celebrities. And it's just like, to see this little girl, just to bring it back full circle, but to, but to see someone like Yaya, whose dad, who has lived a wealthy, you know, affluent life her whole entire life because of her dad's success, to still be drawn to somebody like him and nothing it's against admit, Like, do you think it's a void of missing it? Like, I didn't ever been through this. I need to at least experience it to relate to people. I think that- it's just the clout. I want to be one of those girls dating the rappers. Right. That's it's the thing. It's cool for rappers to have girlfriends now, you know? Back then it wasn't. Like, oh, not even. People talk about your relationship before they talk about your art. So, yep. True. True. Like, I just looked up his name on YouTube. The fourth video is him on live talking about yo daddy this and this and that like nigga why is that the fourth video when i type in your name and you're an artist yeah that's that's crazy but <laughs> we live in a day and age where they do anything for the clout like yeah. if this is gonna get my, my slaves going on i think she should get jail time to be honest because she I do lost too. her mind over this boy like she needs it to save her life because this isn't the first altercation this is just the most the worst of them this is the second one in the last couple months, actually, because there was that photo, um, there was that camera footage of her just like a couple months ago where she was, where I think she ran up on him. Mm-hmm. She ran up on a girl that was in a car with him and they got into a fight outside of a hotel. It was something crazy like that. And I'm just like, why, what is she doing? It also gives me abusive vibes because his last relationship with that other girl, what's her name? Janae or Janae. But she just had a baby with him. And there was videos when he would hit her, push her, and she would get on Instagram and lie and be like, oh, we were just playing. So he gives me very abusive and controlling vibes. And that could just be because these girls got daddy issues. Oh, absolutely. Because it's like, I don't understand. So we may not get the dynamic of Yaya's personal relationship with her father, but there's a fucking disconnect. Because there's no way in Jesus' sandals that you, <laughs> like your father will allow his, like, I don't know. And then on top of that, I've seen his other daughter playing suicidal music on TikTok. Like, put your hand up if you want to die. And she's like, like, what? Like, I'm confused. This quarantine is really showing people's, like, weird-ass colors. <laughs> But I think that's the one that is with the mom that just passed away. So it could be that losing the one parent that was always there. No, I'm sure I'm not going to say, I don't know what his relationship with his kids, but I'm sure they were all, they're all closer with their mom than they were with their dad. Right, right. 
Maybe not the son. Maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. He said he just started training him, so who knows? But she needs to do some jail time because she's lost her mind over this little boy. And you just can't be fighting with every girl that he's sleeping with because he's not going to stop. Right. How old is he? Like twenty-one. He ain't stopping no time soon, sis. Been fucking other girls, and he just started. He just claimed you when he said, "Not Yana, get up." That's the first time we heard him claim you, and she's the same one that dropped that video a few weeks ago of him talking to a wall in the studio. Did y'all see that? No. Yes, she dropped it, but she had um, posted a video on Instagram stories, and then she deleted it. One of the blogs had got it. Obviously, he was tripping. I don't know if he was on drugs or he lost his mind, but he was sitting there talking to a wall. He was on that stuff. He be, he be on some shit, bro. I don't really pay attention to the NBA. It's very toxic, and on top of that, I really feel like it comes down to women knowing they work like child. And then she t- your mom, but you know. right, but 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 the mom was about getting the bag though. Because she's still getting her money. She's still getting her funds from him. This was about getting that bag. She saw that money. And, and when you when you got a mother that's like money hungry, not to speak on that woman because I don't know her, but when you just from an outside perspective, when you on that money hungry bag, you'll teach that shit to your daughter as well. Like, you're going to be the man who got money like that. You know what I'm saying? True. There's no... There's no you, she needs to find a man who respects her. You know what I'm saying? So it could just be that as well. So... Yeah, not nah, very trash. Ciao, ciao, ciao. Great, great segue into um. <laughs> this is going stir some shit. Great segue into uh, I seen I seen a video of V Simone, the internet the public figure. She had a video of. <laughs> Jamal had a video of saying and manifesting it's a way to get a million dollars. And she was in the video, she was crying and saying that, um, expressing that certain people have worked with her, work for her, I want to say, for free at certain periods of times. And it was, I don't, everybody viewed it different as me personally. And if I've ever become successful, I don't never want to talk about my friends that did certain things for me for free, et cetera. I just don't want to put their business out there. That's just me personally. And I think, like, personally, it would be Simone crying. It was just fake to me. That's just me. You're so annoying. I'm being honest, and that was just fake to me. Because I'm not saying that she generally didn't want to cry because of her success. Probably was overwhelming, all right? But, um... I didn't like the video. I didn't like the video. I think it's it's quite corny. And I seen Kevin Hart do this. I seen Kevin Hart get drunk and then ask his mans that train him every day. Do you have a house to live in? In front of his wife. That's two different situations. Kevin Hart. It is, is two natural. different situations. And but my thing is, I don't need to talk about people that I view as friends like that. That's but I don't mean. think she's talking about it in a bad way. I think she is sitting here and giving her kudos and saying, like, I would be nothing with you without you guys. And to be honest, I don't think any of her friends are in a broke position. So it's not even like I'm saying anything. Any bad. of her friends like, is in a what position? All, I don't think they're in a broke position. I think they're all probably doing very well. It'd be one thing if they're all still broke and struggling. But if we've all become successful now off of my success, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that once upon a time in the beginning, 
you helped me and you didn't even ask me for any money until a year after or something like that. Because at the time I probably didn't have it, but you believed in me and supported me so much that you helped me free. Okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. I don't, I think it's wrong with saying that because if you my friend, I don't need to say that on the internet. Facts. I don't need the whole thing. They care or they take it personally. Because I feel like if it was something that they would be offended by, then she wouldn't. Because these are people she's been friends with for over almost. But you wouldn't know that if if you're in an emotional state, you wouldn't know that they're offended by it. Cameras start rolling. You expressing it. Somebody could be like, "Well, damn, bitch! I want everybody to know that." You don't know that. Because I've had where you be around people, and when they get a little alcohol in their system, and the camera spotlight on them, they be saying whatever. You be like, "Damn, (laughs) too much information." But I feel personally, because I have a business, I would never hire someone to work for me unless they're in college and it's an internship. I've had an intern before. But there's a difference between having an intern and someone working for you. When you have someone working for you, there has to be some sort of payment being made or that's an internship. Because when I had an intern a couple of years ago, I didn't see her all the time. It wasn't like we saw each other every day. It was when I needed her. And then she would have to go back to her class and write about her experience with me. But outside of that, to to even when I have, like my friends do stuff for me, I always pay my friends. When you have a business, that's a tax write-off. So when she said in the video, oh, the girl was walking to the post office, there's no way in hell, friend or no friend, that I would have somebody walk and do a service for me while I'm collecting all this money and I'm sitting back looking good on the gram. There's no way. There's mm-hmm. no way. There's no way. Even if the person don't want the money. And my, and I don't feel like my job is to express the fact that this person walked to the post office. They no. want to tell their story. It's, it's one thing to make yourself look good or is it for motivational purposes? And that's where it gets blurred lines because yeah. it's like, did we really need to know all of that? Because from my perspective on it as a business owner, I would never have somebody do that. And not, and, and I wouldn't pay for an Uber. I paid for Piella to go from, from where I live in New York and I've had her go from Brooklyn to the city for me and I paid for an Uber. So when you are basically having a business and you have somebody do something for you, you're going to take care of them. So you mean to tell me we in 2020 and you couldn't get somebody an Uber to do a service for you? Even if you're not paying it, we could already remove the, the payment process. Even if you're not paying them. You know what I'm saying? Like, why did that person walk It's not humane to walk to the post office. No, and how far no. is the post office? Well, what if the post office was two blocks away? We talk, No, we talking about down. And you could go yourself, nigga. We talk about down south, though. What post office is you want? How far was this walk? <laughs> yeah, I probably. <laughs> I live downtown, and the post office is actually just on the main level of my building. <laughs> See? But Breeze, even in even in that, even in that, like to say, I'm a business owner, and I say I need you to do a, a few shipments for me, and you go downstairs to the post office. It still is it, the quote. It's better if you do it yourself, or you know what I'm saying. It's still better than you. I have to pay you to go downstairs. Now, it's something you want to do. I think the first time I watched the video. I had only caught the ending of the crying part. So I just thought it was she was trolling. But the video you sent me today where it showed like the whole bigger picture, yeah. it changed my opinion of it because I'm just like, okay, now I know where she's coming from. It's more full circle. And I feel like she's just trying to show that like my friends have really rode through me through the highs and the lows of this, you know? And mm-hmm. I didn't I don't know. When I look at it like that way, I'm like, there's nothing wrong. Like if I'm 
and this is sometimes where it is with people that are friends with people that have businesses like if I'm in your house all day already hanging out like you know whatever and it's like oh you need help with anything girl and it's like oh not really it's like are you sure and it's like oh well I just have these orders to take it's like oh I'll take them for you like if you have friends that are just offering to help you and are being supportive like I don't think she's going actively out of her way to say come work for me or come do this for me and then not paying you it could just be a situation no, where her just but to even then her. I've had friends family I value people's time though like yeah I'm like that's my thing like you making too much money to not make sure people eating outside of just hanging around with you because you popping. And B Simone been popping more than six months. No, but I'm just saying, like I have friends. Because she's saying, oh, she been doing it for six to six months ago. It's like you been popping more than six months, my nigga. Well, what's she making? Nah, but even if it's friends hanging out, like my friends don't be wanting that when they do favors for me. They be like, just give me money for weed. But it's just the principle, like. If people, if, if you want genuine people, and, I, and that's the thing I don't like, is it could be taken how, like, different perspective watching it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some people that feel like, oh, my friends better do this. But it's like, if your friend don't do that, that doesn't mean they're a bad friend. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people that think that, oh, well, if you're around me. Nah, some people are not equipped to do all that. So I just feel overall with that situation. It's just like, if, if, if people are being there for you and taking care of you, look out. And look out don't mean patting him on the back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't know. My, mine's is a more in-depth. I'm not about to cry on camera, one. And I'm not about to cry on camera for sympathy in a sense for me to be relatable, to be like, yo, nigga, you, nigga, this nigga right here, this nigga did this shit for seven months. Like, I'm not about to do that to make it relatable with my real niggas. Like, I'm not about to do that. Because these are my real friends in real life when this camera cut off. And there's been times where I'm broke and they held me down and I'm not about to put them on blast for, for the internet or for YouTube just to make it relatable and seem so real so I can relate to it. I just think that part is very corny. I don't need to tell that my man, yeah, that nigga gave me 200 for the, the, the like, and he did it and he didn't even, like, I don't need to do that. Like, as a human, as a human. Just caught up in the moment, you know, but even then it's just like all like it could have just been very generic and say, you know what, you know what you did for me. You know, like you could have I don't know, because on the on the flip side, like what if the person didn't want everybody knowing that that's what the fuck she was doing? Now the whole world knows. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like yeah. You gotta understand when you record shit, you put and you post it, you publish it out there for niggas that are manipulators. So it's like, man, be smoke get you to do that free nigga. I could give you this deal on the side. And, and and shit on you and, and trick you into this deal. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's you gotta be aware of what you you posting. But some people are happy about that because they're attached to a, a bigger name, a big name. So I know, because you told you said something about Kevin Hart, so I'm lost. Fill me in with that. Kevin Hart got drunk, right? Uh -huh. I'm talking about Kevin Hart. <laughs> I don't I hate Kevin Hart. No, no, I don't hate Kevin Hart. I think Kevin Hart is a shitty ass person. Kevin Hart got drunk with his trainer. They're playing, I think he was playing cards or something like that. They're playing cards on the, like a jet or private jet, whatever the case may be. And during the time they're drinking, Kevin Hart gets into the conversation with this, this his trainer who's with him 24-7. Yo, you have a home to go to? Yo, I got my own house. He, I, I could tell that he's fronting in a sense for the camera views because he wanted to defend himself as a man. 
Like, yo, how you know, like, I don't got a home, da 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 So you telling me if you never work with me, you will be making more money than, than if you work with me? Yo, I'm a, I'm a physical trainer. Like, I train people. Right. Because of whether I was going to get with you or not, I still would have made money. It might not have been as much, but I still would have made money to provide for my family. He keeps going on and on about that. And basically, Kevin Hart was, like, saying, like, you ain't shit without me. Wow, this is all new. documentary that he did for Netflix. Yeah, and it was like, I think that was nasty. That's different than what B. Simone did. That was completely No, no, that's different because it's different because it's not an argument since. Kevin Hart is an asshole. But bitch, don't put my business out there, period. And then they almost got into a fight. And then on top of that, his wife was present. Kevin Hart's wife was present. So it's like, now you got extra want to show offness. Like, my wife is in, so I can't lose in front of her. So now I really want to put my mans on blast. And it's like, Kevin Hart, you know you pay this man every day to work out with you. This nigga keep you motivated. Why would you ever want to ask this nigga, do you have a house to sleep in? When you know that's how out of 10, if he's your 24-7 trainer, you probably sleep in your house or a house that you provide for. Why would you ever want to put that on camera and expose that man? That's what I be saying. Like, something that was done with malicious intent. Yeah. But of what, Kevin Hart? You got all the money. So what is the jealousy or the thing you have against him? He has a Napoleon complex. True. That shit crazy. True. True. I can agree with that. But I don't think, like, this is what I'm just talking about. Like, your 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 relationship with your close friends don't need to be provided because the camera's on. It don't, I don't give a fuck it what... Need, the, it don't need to be motivational. It don't need to be motivational <laughs> purposes. I don't need to... I don't need to say the type of work somebody else put in for me to make me look better or to establish the realism of our friendship. I don't need to do it. Yeah, no, that's that's just me, personally. I just don't that's feel me. like that's right. I have friends that do a bunch of shit for me, but I'm not about to get on my platform and say, well, you was doing this and you was doing... No, yeah, because it's like... I, I, it's, if, because at the end of the day, technically, if you want to talk about it, I'm not shit without this person because... If this person doesn't believe in me and want to do it for free or want to do it for a small fee and want to do it for money, if they don't do it, then I don't exist. The personality might exist, but do I really get out there? Does this shipment really get sent if this person don't go to the post office for me? Do Kevin Hart work every day if this nigga's not with him? So I don't need to express that to the public for likes or dislikes. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not worthy. It's just not, it's not honorable. Because what the internet does is run with it, and then people are like, well, my friends better do that. But then, and then it's like, even in the sense, you do you, in the sense of saying that and trying to make it relatable, do you now give other companies the opportunity to manipulate your friends because they did it for you for free? No, because they're not in the same position. Yeah, but they, they a company might be like, yo, nigga, we, a, nigga, we pay you the less. You did it. And you have companies that that has rule, like, you did it for That's free fine. for him. You don't have to accept it. I don't know. Like, at the end of the day, I feel like B. Simone knows her friends. She knows what what they're comfortable, you know, with her sharing. I feel like she did it for a sense of transparency. Could she left it up? 100%. But I feel like she was transparent throughout the whole process with everything that she was sharing. So I don't feel like it was something that was a reach. Other people may disagree with that because that's just not who they are as a person. And they feel like it's a negative, but at the end of the day, everyone has a different perception and receives things differently. Agree. But I'm not. Well, I was agreeing with you until I saw the full thing, and then I was like, oh, "Okay, it makes sense now." 
But that's the point in the build-up. That's what you have editors for. Like, what do you really? I don't know. We only got a more on one. Motivational, but if it if it causes me to boost myself up and then also bring you in, it's not worth it. That's how I see. Not worthy. To me, that's just to me. That's my morals. And I see what you're saying, Tanisha. Not that saying you wrong. What, what was all that for, though? Like, I don't know. It's just extra shit for me, though. Because I've had a lot of people help me on my journey, but I don't have to go into depth or detail. I think it's the details. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I think that's where it was kind of cringy. It's the details. Like, I've had a lot of people do a lot of things for me, but I don't have to go into details about it. And I think that's where it is where it, it's like, yes, you want to be transparent with your audience, but at the same time, some shit is personal information that everybody didn't really need to know. And that's I think that's also because you have a different boundary of um, your transparency. Like some people don't talk about family, their relationships or anything at all. You know, it's everything else. And then there's some people that will talk about family but won't talk about their relationship. Or they'll wait until it's like seven or eight months, eight years into a relationship to acknowledge that they had a relationship. I think everyone just has different boundaries of that. Agree. Um, let's see. All right, so I've been seeing, like, I've been on Twitter lately, and then there's been, again, this ongoing thing about Chinese people cracking fucking slavery jokes about picking cotton. And I ran into Kyle Lawson, who is a NASCAR driver, who was doing a virtual NASCAR race competition, and he ended up saying, are you there, my Wait, nigga? Like a game, the competition? He's a NASCAR driver, but do the social, this but social distancing thing, huh? No, I'm saying, were they playing like a virtual game? Yeah, because if we can't, they can't come in contact because humans can't come in contact. This is wrong with detail, but what kind of game was it? No, he's a NASCAR driver. He's a NASCAR but driver. But they substitute it for like virtual driving because they can't be next to each other because of social. That's what I'm saying, what is the virtual driving game? Like, what is that on? Girl, we don't I know. Don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It's something set up through NASCAR. It's something set up through NASCAR. They set up something online, a virtual reality for actual players on their rosters to do, and then for fans and other players to engage with. So this is like a public platform that he's sitting. Oh, everybody, they mama listening. Yes. (laughs) So when he said it, so (laughs) wait. So Kyle, hold. I didn't even get to it. Kyle Lawson said. He was speaking and nobody was answering. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think he said, hello, my nigga, or... No. What he say? My- <laughs> he said no, because I had to go back to and he's, he's. I want to get it straight. He's not, all right, he's not black, but he's of a... He's, he's of Japanese descent. Of a Japanese descent, okay. And he said... Said, <laughs> hey, nigger. That's what he said. Hey, nigger. What do you are? Yes, nigger. Hey, nigger. Oh, we got to beat this motherfucker up. So then when he said it, all the other players that are listening is like, Kyle, like, we can hear you. <laughs> mm. So now he went and so all his sponsors have dropped him. NASCAR has dropped him. You know, he's I guess like a really how the bags are quarantine. How, Sway? How? How do you fumble the bag during quarantine? Ignorance. How you get fired on your day off? <laughs> like, 
Well, you think about it, like, nigga, you got five on your day off. How? How is that possible? Ignorance. <laughs> Straight ignorance. That is crazy. Not knowing that you represent a brand and just doing some dumb shit. Crazy. That don't make no damn sense. I don't well, he went and posted an apology video on Instagram saying it was a... I'm tired of racial... I'm tired of people that utter racial slurs apologizing. Not even. Like, stop apologizing. If that's who you are, that's who you are. Nah, if you want to apologize, go apologize and, and fucking send some money to a, a black organization or some type That of still thing. doesn't mean you raise not races. Nah, I'm just saying, if you want to apologize, I'm not saying about your character. I'm saying if you want to apologize, put your money where your mouth is. There you go. I'm tired of it. And then they get on fucking online with this whack ass fucking apology that is not sincere at all. I am sorry because it comes to my senses that. Why did it come to your senses when you said it? Because Stop fucking apologizing for being who the fuck you are. Just be blunt about it. Don't hide behind it for brands because you're being fake. Stop doing that. That's just annoying. He sounded too familiar. It just rolled off his tongue too. He said, "Hey, nigger," with an er. Like, yeah. You only apologize because you lost your brands. If you didn't lose anything, you wouldn't even apologize. That's who you are. Now you apologize because you got caught. That's why. That's it. If that's who you are, that's who you are. You talk like that. That's how you talk. Yes. And I know they're going to have to, they're, they're trying to use the whole being half Japanese. He got, I think he got suspended or fired. Oh, he fired. That doesn't make up for him being a race. He still remains racist. Nigga is a, they, what they was trying to say to these is that they was trying to use the half Japanese shit. What? I noticed in a lot of the articles, they keep trying to play on the fact that he's half Japanese and what being in the graduate diversity program and being a minority. And this no, is why, oh my God. People and this is why, no, this birdies. is a prime example why I don't use the term people of color anymore or woman of color because that excludes black people. You know, if you're a minority, it's like we're all in the same bunch and that we're, we're a group together now. And it's like, that's not the case. No, it's not. You niggas is not a color. Like, to be honest, like, you niggas is not a color. Who is a color that's of people of color? What color are you? Well, Japanese don't consider in my book. Y'all pale-skinned people. What color are you? That's just white? You saying people of color. Color would be a darker shade other than white. What a color are you? That you are people of color. I hate that term. I really do. I, I do. Hate that's the that's term for people of color. Black. I hate it. Black people. That's who the fuck. What color are you to claim people of color? You're not even fucking brown. Like, even like the light is a brown, nigga. Asian person that's brown at all. What the fuck are you talking about? People people of color is just a terminology of everybody's not white. Right. (laughs) What the fuck is people of color? I don't understand that shit, bro. Every day I wake up in some new POC. I seen POC and I'm like, for, for two days, I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> people color. What the fuck does that mean? Like, yo, if people just want to, like, show their racism or their minority or oppression, 
thing through other ways and want to relate to black people so bad. Like y'all niggas want to, y'all want to relate to our culture so bad until y'all pulled over by the police. And then it's like, y'all don't relate no more. Now you heard Rihanna's speech at, um, what was it, the NAACP? She was like, yo, tell your friends that they got black friends, pull up. You know, you want to support, pull up. Pull up when we marching, pull up when we protesting, pull up. That's a fact. Yeah, you look at all these industries and it's like it's even thinking about like the influencer space if you look at how many people a black person follows on social media you'll see it's very diverse it'll probably be predominantly black but it'll be very diverse still if you go onto a white person's page and see who they're following you'll be lucky if you come across one two three four or five black people mm. I'm surprised and they're not relatable you know, we listen to different music, apparently. We dress differently. We like different makeup. We like different designers, which is not true because we're multifaceted. And there are similarities that we can have, but because we're Blackest, we're an automatic write-off. No, can't relate. She's Black. I don't know what the fuck that nigger's talking about. <laughs> can't relate. Did y'all see, not to throw it out there, but did y'all see Tori Bricks punch some white lady in Target? Who? Oh, I heard about that. Tori, Tori Bricks, is that her name? Who's that? She used to date uh, Young and May. She's now with Rich the Kid. Yeah. And she punched this white lady in Target. I feel like if a black woman punches a white woman in the face, she had a good reason. She had to. She had to have a good reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it already came out that the lady was, like, the one that started the argument and stuff like that and whatever and, like, provoked the situation. Because you know that JoJo Sawawa girl? Yeah, her mom was there. And caught like the video of it and stuff like that and basically like backed it up. But yeah. You remember yeah. that video that came out of Trina of the lady in the, what was it, Walmart or Target? Yo, 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 yo. I, I'm glad that you brought up Trina. I understand what you're saying. I know this is Trina for years been tricking people. What are you talking about? <clears throat> I seen a battle rapper say this because he's like, he says if you like, you know how people, how do I, what is the exact terminology? Is if you say something, it seems like the truth. And I, for years, even when I was younger, 12, 13, 14, I've always thought Trina had a fat ass. She don't have a fat ass. She always came out as this person that got a fat ass in the body. She don't. And I don't know how she was able to trick everybody in the community to think. Like you, even like when niggas rap to this day, niggas be like, on the back, like Trina ass, like and it's like she don't have no ass. Like I don't understand how she's she able to do that. Probably at the time where ass shots and BBL. No, she do not. She got a regular body. There's nothing wrong with her body. It's just like yo, I always thought Trina had a ridiculously buffy booty, and it's no, she never had that. That's crazy how she manifested. Everybody seems to believe that yeah. shit. You're reaching. I'm you, not reaching. What I'm, is a fat ass though to you? Because we, if Naturally, we look at because now, now we're in a different time than we was in the early 2000s. Naturally? Yeah, like, if we look back in Trina's time, we had, like... She doesn't, didn't have a fat ass then. didn't have BBLs and ass shots and... It has changed, though, over the years. Because if you look back at, like, Trina's era, Trina... Eve, Monica, Africa, Badu got a real like fat they were ass. all shaped the same where it's like small frames, no hips, bums, not big titties, very flat. Like Trina's very flat chested. 
She does not have big boobs. And she Same don't thing. have a fat ass neither. Yeah, but if you think about it, if you have a small frame and you have a butt sticking out, it's like, okay, you have an ass. Like, Trina wasn't thick like she is now. Yeah, no bitch in the 90s was hippie like that. They didn't have no hips or anything like that. So it's just like... Girls from the 90s that have... I don't know who a girl in the 90s that had a crazy... But she's not the 90s. She's like the 2000s. Damo had a fat ass, but... Trina came out in the end of the 90s. She's 2000s. Trina's 2000s. No, she's early. She's late nineties because I'm that's in Miami. 2000s, basically. Corey, that is nineties. You don't know late, two, late nineties is still considered two eight transitions to two thousands. Stop it. Nineteen ninety nine. Um, um, um. What's their name? What's their name? What's their name? What's their name? What's the slip and slide? Slip and slide is late to the late nineties, y'all. Yeah? Yes, because okay. that was popping when I moved to Miami, and I moved to Miami. What are you talking about? 2000 is like... It transitions into the... It, it transitions... In, bro, Trina never really had a fat ass, bro. She never really had a fat ass. But we're talking about in the 90s where we had women that were... Who had like, a big booty? Erica Badu is 90s. No? Pull up, pull up a picture of Erica Badu in the 90s right now. She's going to have a fat ass. All right. Let me, on, let's go. But you also have to think about compared to what? You have to realize these girls were skinny back then. You look at music videos, bitches' asses wasn't fat. It was that camera angle, okay? No, you get right up under that ass cheek, and that shit look fat. And you also have to keep in mind that black girls don't have flat asses. Right, so it, even if it ain't humongous. I don't know when this was, but this is a fat ass. That's a fat ass. That's Erica Badu. No, it's not fat. It's sitting up. Like she, like J-Lo. J-Lo butt sat no, up. J-Lo, J -Lo, no, J-Lo, no. But J-Lo danced. She worked out, so that's totally different. And J-Lo has hips. Right. Yeah. But most women in the I'm not saying a big butt. Like you ain't gotta have an enormous butt. You're trying it. No, I'm Trina slander will not be tolerated. Next. I could agree with that. Okay. Then I, I, I all right, I'll take my L. Trina didn't have a fat eyes, that's what I'm saying. Bye. And I looked at it, I'm like, no, Trina never when Wayne was dating her at that time, it was like, no. They were engaged. Okay, there was an engagement. That's nothing. Trina had the best. Uh, I miss that era of like just magazine covers, videos. Yeah, well, I don't do. I don't know why we don't have that no more. They have. That's the not a no. But they said fat ass like Trina. You know how like niggas be rapping and fat. They probably like. They both had a fat ass. Nothing wrong with liking Trina. She just didn't have a big butt. Well, okay, so who had a fat ass in that era? I just named Erica Badu did to me. But look at her butt. What do you mean? Like, it was booty. That's natural booty. And she probably There's did. There's nothing wrong with it being out. natural booty. It just wasn't extreme. Like, how niggas be like, well, Nicki Minaj is fake, but how niggas be like, fat ass, like, Nicki Minaj. Like, it wasn't that. Yeah, who, who, who are we giving that's natural? Make the size natural. Okay, but that's a fat ass. We ain't seen no ass like that. And she's tall as fuck. And she's a she's five ten. She's a thick girl. She tall. She tall. Very tall. She's mad tall. She's mad tall. Right, but but again, that's natural ass though. I'm not tripping about natural. All right, Beyonce was thick at the time. Beyonce was not thick. At late nineties, Destiny Child. Nigga, Beyonce probably looked 03? So we give her 03? She had hips. 
good. Okay. Beyonce had hips. Hell, and that's, right. that's some new shit. And she had her tummy done. I don't know. I don't pay attention. No, she did. You can tell her. You know what? Beyonce was the first celebrity to have that tummy tuck stomach look. You know that tummy tuck? You know how um, Bernice's stomach looks? I don't pay attention to Bernice, but I know she got everything done. <laughs> I don't like Bernice. Like that. I'm not physically attracted to her. Next. <laughs> <laughs> um, as we spoke about Dr. Oz, did we speak about Dr. Oz saying it should reopen schools? Dr. Oz, are you a real doctor? No, he's not. No, nor is um Dr. Phil. I don't think anybody should watch TV doctors. There you go. And he TV doctors are not, but but they but everybody's don't don't but everybody doesn't know you can have a doctrine and everything. And you can put a doctor in front of your name. So they think oh, that you're automatically a physician and it's not that's not true. Oh, absolutely. But I feel like it's almost like it's false advertisement because it's like all they all Dr. Oz speaks about is like medical and wellness things. So you would assume that's what his doctrine is, right? And same thing with Dr. Phil is a lot of psychology. Yeah. Like so I feel like you're lying. A super lie. Dr. Oz said you should reopen schools because that's like one in three of the population. <laughs> and uh, the loss is a loss. And they, we, we care about casualties. But it's like, you, all right, you're admitting that you're fine with kids dying and kids need education. And I, that was the this most dickhead, dickhead is, shit I've ever heard. Well, this is the stupid part. You're saying kids, but you don't realize these kids have parents. You don't, believe, you don't realize that teachers have to teach them. Like these, all these, all these are going to get inf infected by these children. So the teachers that are teaching them, the people that are cleaning the school, the bus drivers that are driving them places, the babysitters that are watching them, the parents that are taking care of them, the co-workers of the parents of the children that are like, that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't just stop there. Like where's the your, odds is an idiot. Where's your intelligence? He Nowhere. don't have none. And he was put on by a black woman by, named Oprah. Next. You, you, can we talk about Oprah? No, I don't like her. And we don't like, what's the other one? Gail? I don't like her either. Now, Gail tried it with that Kobe shit. I ain't going for it. Gail's been trying. No, Oprah and Gail is a piece oh, of shit. But you know what's the biggest try? When Oprah did that interview and she's all like, I feel really bad for Gail. She's getting... Gail gotta walk around with security. Like, nigga, shut up. Ain't shut nobody looking Fuck up. Yo, shut up. Yo, Oprah, you crying is crazy to us. Shut up. That's the only time we see Oprah cry. We never heard Oprah. Oprah ain't crying. She did color purple. She ain't cry. Don't cry because Gail is getting fried. <laughs> OGs don't, they not used to like that internet flame. Oprah, you ain't never cry. Shut up. Trying to handle that flame too. Y'all niggas hang out with Harvey Weinstein and y'all niggas ain't crying about shit he got accused of. Shut up. Don't cry because Gail, she has to walk around with security. They're bashing her. Y'all shut up. You got money for security. She's crying because she got to pay for that security. <laughs> what are you talking? Shut up, Oprah. Yo, why does, yo, yo, why y'all still circulating? Why do y'all matter? Any Wendy Williams, Oprah? Why y'all matter? I don't understand. Because they talk shit, that's why. People like Wendy Williams needs to go somewhere. Honestly, I'm really shocked by Wendy's career. 
I'm not. Sis went from radio to talk show. No, as a businesswoman, like, it's amazing, but I'm just surprised these rappers have let Wendy, like... Now, you know who checked Because Wendy. rappers don't have enough of, enough power unless they assemble. You know who checked Wendy? Wendy. Naomi Campbell. Whitney Houston. Houston. I remember that radio interview. Checked her ass. That was a check. That was a say again. Do you know me? You ever seen me see crack? This new crack? <laughs> and then what? Years later, Wendy Williams was a crackhead. Like, what are you talking about? Wendy Williams was a crackhead before that whole before um, Whitney Preston. But it got it got it got like to the public that Wendy Williams was on drugs recently. Like, she's but you know what? Wendy was the one that outed. Was it Redman or Method Man? Method Man wife like, having cancer. Yeah, she was the one that outed that. Yeah. Method Man don't fuck with her because of that. A lot of people should have. But I, but the thing is, Wendy Williams has to be on drugs because the attention that you receive, whether good or bad, for talking about other people can be like you have to put on a mask and a whole like costume suit to sit there and talk about your people all day every day every day of the week. that shit is haunting for you because it's like you know how do you sleep say? how do you sleep when you when you talk crazy about somebody and then they hit you up on a low whether it's social media or phone and they like yo fam I don't appreciate that it can't be because these blogs do it all day and night so what you mean but you know because nah you know what people forget that these, these blogs, it's multiple outlets. TMZ, the shade from the neighborhood. All but TMZ people, wouldn't care because they ran by white people, and that's why they got rid of Ben. Ben is not there no more. They're still talking about somebody. They got to. They make are, but you know what? It's not the same because people forget how crazy Radio Wendy used to be. Yeah. Like nothing was getting past. Like these yeah, blogs, yeah, like some of them have done some what? Like okay, that's a little weird. That's crazy stuff, but like. Radio Wendy was ruthless. Well, yeah, because yeah. she was talking to them. That's, that was where the ruthless came in. These blogs, they not talking to the people they talking about. <laughs> but it's the same shit, Corey. Like Wendy was in the streets. If I, if I have a blog page and I'm talking about celebrities all damn day, and all I'm doing is putting their business out there, it's the same shit when you think about That's it. That's nasty. That's disgusting. How do you deal with that as a human being? It's the same. Not the only thing is, Wendy was probably talking to these people and asking them crazy questions low-key Charlemagne do the same shit so it's just like it's not just one person a bunch Charlemagne of has grown so he he, he, he yeah Charlemagne still be with the bullshit when did he grow he pick on who he can pick on now yes he picks on who he can pick on he, he chooses fights like. he picks on people he doesn't like people who like he does not respect he chooses fights he chooses fights absolutely nigga was a Drake hater until he bought him bottles then he stopped Wait, no, he just made a. He just did an interview the other day saying he hates the Huh? He just did an interview the other day saying he hates the. What's it called? Tootsie. I thought it was Tootsie this whole time. Tootsie. No, it's the. It's Tootsie. Yeah, it is. It has no. It's just. It's the T O O S. Yeah, it's like, not Tootsie. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh no, it's Tootsie. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is the name of the song? Listen. That song is trash. I don't give a fuck what anybody says anymore. I don't like it because it's TikToky. But it would be such a. It would still be a cute song without TikTok. It reminds me of you used to call me on my cell phone. Hey, mm-hmm. you like when Drake dances? Come closer to the mic, um, and I. I can't. It, it, it fades out. 
I said Drake knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. Because niggas is in the house. That niggas on the top of the hundred. He's smart. Drake is very calculated. He's very strategic, but it didn't work to in my head. It did work. It did work. You think it worked? Yes, it worked. He's not. He's I think true Drake fans don't like it. Who cares? Yeah, true Drake song. Drake. Yeah, they don't like it. Drake lost his fans a long time ago, to be honest. Mm, I wouldn't say that. No, he's been. It's been on the last this fan. She gone. She doesn't even listen to the full albums anymore. Who? This one, me, this fan. He lost this fan. Fuck <laughs> that. threw something at us just to throw out that he could do that in his career now. He can like there's some artists that cannot do that. No. He has something to prove. He does. He actually does He still does not have a classic album. He has to recoup after the push the T thing. He has to. I don't think that no, 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 nobody's saying that he's not gonna make money. He's Drake, nigga. Like, nigga could make a song saying A B C D F D. He can say the alphabet one song, and he's gonna make money. But he's not, like on some hip hop shit. On some hip hop shit, that's on the Drake don't got shit to prove because yes, he does. Who is at his level? Who is at Drake's level? What there is Drake's level? Fuck being at Drake's level. Drake loves hip hop. The only nigga on Drake's level. Is Drake, Kendrick, and Cole? No, no, no. They are the three-headed monster. Yes, they, they are. are. I love J. Cole and I love Kendrick, but when was the last time they, they're, they're the three-headed monster? They consist of that. They're the ones they're that level. They're not on Drake's level. We've All right, rappers are not on Drake level as far as selling. Right? Yeah, get it. As no, far as streams, get it. But Drake on some real hip hop shit. Him being a super hip hop fan, he has something to prove. He, he pointing out the boo boo. So he he pointed out the boo boo. He put out, out the trash. It's okay. None of the songs is sticking. It's okay. <laughs> All these leaks have not been sticking. The Tussie Slide is not sticking to real Drake brands. It's not sticking. Yeah, but it's not. But is it making money? Of course. It's Drake, nigga. Like, of Drake can't even dance and he got a dance song. That's not. That's why it's doodle. But it's not for us. Hello, it's not for us. That's what and you talking about. Like, I get it. You played on the means of it being a slide, and then you gonna slide up on a nigga house, and we get it. We get it. I get it. I see through it. I, I'm still a fan. It's just that I'm not fucking with that. It's just not for us. Simply, it's just at this point, no. It's not. It's not. He's not making music for us. Yeah, he stopped making music for me a long time ago. When a nigga go, I got more slides than the Beatles. That's an accomplishment. I can't fault him. He's up there. Drake is on a different level than every rapper. What is he trying to prove? That's my point. You said Drake. You got a point to prove on some rap shit. I ain't talking about no music shit. Rap. Okay. Rap. But he's never going to prove that because he said he had his song ready and he put it out. Well, Pusha T, I believe it was. He said it's it's real. I'm not going to lie to you. When he puts up the picture with his baby, I'm like, yo, Pusha T really won this shit. See, I hate you. I'm sorry. We put up the picture with the baby and the baby mom. Like, yo, this nigga Pusha T really went. What? Why would it not? What do you mean? Niggas don't be claiming their kids until they old enough. Chris Brown didn't claim royal until that little girl was about. Because Chris Brown didn't know that was his kid. Yeah, he didn't know. He didn't know. Because that girl passed it off as her other her yeah. other baby father's. Why you think um, it's a? I'm not trying to be funny, and I'm not trying. 
Somebody, it was a girl I was dealing with at the time. She pointed out, so he's like, why royalty and Chris Brown have a weird ass connection? And I looked at it and I watched the documentary that was on Netflix. He didn't know the shorty was like two, one. Yeah. He looked at another man as father. She looked at as another man as father until Chris Brown took the DNA test. And then when Chris Brown did the DNA test, he's been the father since. So it's like, of course she's going to have a weird, she has a weird connection with Chris Brown. If you ever noticed, it's weird. Okay, okay so what's the difference with Drake? I don't know what Drake type of... There wasn't a delay on with Drake when... Yeah, it wasn't. The the issue with Drake is that he let somebody get... Drake is usually a strategic in the sense of beefing. He gets the things first because he knows that he's... Drake knows, like... You know what Drake said to himself? Somebody... People going to talk about things for three days and then it's going to be over. So that's what Drake gets to it first. And when the person sits there and they... they, you, You underestimate them and they sit there and they dispose the fact that you have a baby... And you that you're not telling us about is weird because Drake been exposing niggas. Yeah, but you missed my point. Pusha T didn't have that information. That information was sent to him by who? Kanye West? No, it wasn't sent to Kanye West. It was sent to so who was Forty. It, it was sent to Forty. When I watched, um, when he I'm gonna send you the whole shit when he did it. When, when Pusha came up to Joe Biden and shit like that, I'm gonna send you that shit. You can watch the whole thing. It was Basically forty. Basically, what he said. So mad at Kanye when he made the story. It was 40. No. It was 40. It was 40. Okay, 40 wait, 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 wait. So, here, let's bring it back full circle. So, the reason why Drake thinks that Kanye is is the one that told Pusha T is because he told, because Kanye. Drake told Kanye when he was helping him in, what's that place they were in? Wyoming or Wyoming, whatever? Wyoming, yeah, facts. He told him. So, in his mind, he's like, that's how you got that information. But Pusha T went on the Joe Budding podcast and said, no, your man's 40 was talking to some producer that me and that girl know each other. And that girl told me about that from time. He's like, Kanye never told me that. So, so it's a result of a girl pillow talking. Is that information over bitch you cool with? No, no, no. 40, the producer no, and I, the engineer of Drake was dealing with a woman that he was pillow talking with. That's what I'm saying. So you... You went and you went in with no comment. No, the woman just was speaking. No, she just told him out of nowhere. This is before their beef happened. I yeah, I'm just saying, like you had no concrete evidence on this outside that he said she said off oh, a female that you know that's cool with the producer. You're like, oh, all right, that's crazy. It been a cash money, good music beef for quite some time. My thing is like, I don't think Pusha T is lying because I think it's a. You would say nothing then, like why come up with some whole story saying that it was your producer. And you know the only thing is the only part people that know that whether that's true is the girl Pusha T forty and that's it because and I don't think I don't think I don't think um I don't think right now on on Joe's button platform to say yeah Kanye told me I don't think that well but he would deny it he have no thing he could say it nigga he he this he this pushed Kanye on the same album Kanye produced Pusha T dissed him. Niggas ain't shit. He, yeah, I'm trying to say he dissed him. You just gotta read into real like hip hop. Like he said, CEOs blinded by the glow is different. Glow meaning the song with Drake and Kanye, that bullshit ass song that they put out. And when niggas get hype because they see another super, like he pushes he dissed the nigga on the same shit. So it's like pushes he and Drake got this weird shit going on. And I think I think it stems from um Drake fucking Kim Kardashian. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think a lot of niggas fuck Kim Kardashian and Drake is one of them. I never heard that before, but okay. It's 
But that's what Kiki was about. Kiki, you talk about Kim. Do you love me? And then was nine Kiki out of ten. I mean, eight out of ten on on Big really album. Scorpion, your wifey, your wifey. That's that's Kanye. A lot of Kanye disses is on Scorpion. All them shits. Him talking about people is a diss to Kanye. Like white van sitting out the. He's talking about Kanye. O D on Scorpion. O D to the max. <laughs> He's violating Kanye. No, Drake is disrespectful. Sicko Mo is about Kanye. He said, sick of these niggas. Sick of these yeah. niggas. Yeah. Sicko Mo is strictly about Kanye. Kanye went off on Twitter about it. Like, I don't think it's fair that you're saying that you're going to pull up to my house on Sicko Mo. It's about Kanye. Did you see the interview with Kanye? They live, like, Kanye and Drake live literally down the block from each other. And it's weird because they do this internet beef and shit, but they live down the block from each other. They literally live down the block from each other. Kanye, I was watching an old interview. Kanye was like, you know, sometimes I knock on his door. And, I, and, and leave letters. That was what I tell you. It's some real... <laughs> Nick Kanye said, I leave letters for Drake. Like, I go to his gate and leave. Like, it's nasty. It's nasty. It's disgusting. I don't... I hope it ends because it's disgusting. It's, it's nasty. But I got it. He ended all his beef with everybody else. It ain't that deep. Unless it's that deep. Did he end his beef with Diddy? Yeah. Who? He was all live. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That was over a song. That was... I know, but did he hit him? That wasn't very nice. Did he? Did he choke up a lot of niggas? Did he, he was about to hit Kendrick Lamar? Okay. That's J Cole got into a physical altercation with Diddy. I remember that. Yeah. Diddy was trying to like rough up Kendrick Lamar, and Cole wasn't with it. Did he get crazy like that? He's the old gang. Wow. Did he have beef with Drake because of the girl, I don't care. Did he one... fine to me? I just need him to get rid of the like gray. And nah, get back to bad boy days with the suits. Ah! <laughs> I'm ready for I'm ready for dancing. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, that's perfect. I'm glad you brought that up. So did you see the video with like um Lizzo about the twerk and then it wasn't accepted, quote unquote, and then Drea twerked and it was accepted. But in my head, I when I watched it, baby girl, when he said baby girl, that was already you to know that no, you're not shaking that ass on this live. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but you couldn't see Drea twerking. Her ass was kind of off the camera. But yeah. even though I think it's awkward because Lizzo's the same age as his kids. So maybe that as well. I mean, outside of her her size. I mean, Lizzo's the same fucking age as his son. So that's even weird, too. But, but when you rewatch it, it's the music. It, the music was like, bitch, this, bitch, that. And he was like, hold on, we got to turn this shit off and put some better. It was mute. It, to me, when I rewatched it after, it was the music. Because Diddy couldn't even see that's what Lizzo was twerking. I love Diddy. You do? I really do. His ass. Fact, speaking of Diddy. Um, I've seen somebody say that Diddy and Dr. Dre are going to do one of those IG live um, battles. And to be honest, I don't think that's a make sense matchup. I think Diddy and JD would be a lit matchup. I think it'd be good just because that's that LA New York shit. We're thinking about like... No, no, Diddy and Dre don't make sense. I think the sounds don't make Diddy sense. Diddy and Jermaine Dupri make more sense. Yeah, like I feel like... Because Diddy, Diddy is, um, Diddy is like, uh, Dr. Dre produces, produces the beats. Diddy's more of a like executive producer slash producer, but like more, like he's a producer in that sense of doing the beat. He's a producer in the sense like, like I, I, I heard this person on this song and I, he constructed. 
Like Diddy is an era. Like West Coast and East Coast, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, those are two icons of East City, but we can't. That's why people will pair those up because you got that New York East Coast flavor, and then you got that LA. But you know, nobody, nobody's competition for Dr. Dre, to be honest with you. But it doesn't make sense because what am I going to do? I'm going to pay one song and then I'm going to pay California Love. No, I don't, don't. What are you talking about? Dr. Dre got mad shit. NWA, I don't know, but I just feel like the sounds are different where it's just like, it's a weird contrast. Like, it's not like a... I don't, be, I don't, I don't think like Dr. Dre is the one for him. It's just not, I don't think it's because either Dr. one Dr. Dre has been working since the 80s, and it's like, it's not a fair... It's not, it's, I just like the sounds are... It just, I don't know, like, sonically... Diddy and Jermaine Dupree make sense because you want to get in your Mariah bag? I'm going to get in my Mariah bag. I'm going to get in my faith bag. JD brings out Bow Wow, I bring out Biggie. I Ooh. bring out Mace. Are we really doing Biggie against Bow Wow? You niggas be sleep. Oh, Bow Wow got hit. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Bow Wow got hit. But this is what I'm saying. You got East Coast, West Coast. It does make sense when we talk. It don't, the music sounds Did he go total? This nigga could go. Yo, yes. Jermaine oh. Dupree produced. He got Usher. He got Usher. He got us. Jermaine Dupree got Usher. Niggas forget. Jermaine Dupree got Usher. They can do total and then escape. Total and escape matchup. Total and escape. Like that's a that's some that's some even Mariah Mariah against Jodeci. And niggas, niggas be shitting on. He, it might not. I mean, Biggie versus Bow Wow might not make sense. Not at all. But if he no, used Bow Wow, if he used, but but if he used Bow Wow against somebody, he, he automatically gets a win because Bow Wow got it. Not that doesn't make sense because they make feel good music. Right. Yeah. That's what it would make sense for. Yeah. But I'm either from like. But is nobody that on Bad Boy? What Mace? What are you talking about? Who would go against Bow Wow on the bad at the Bad Boy era for, of the Bad Boy? Why would we even put Bow up against anybody? But you have to. It's Jermaine Dupri. You have to use Bow Wow. We could really leave him off. You have to use Bow Wow because Bow Wow is a big part of your success. A big part. We could do five against Bow Wow. Jermaine Dupri also got Escape. He got yes. Chris Cross. He got yes. Mariah Carey. Usher. Yes. The Brat. The Brat. Yes. It's just a fraction. I mean, the battle's not the biggest. If you got to use him, though. How do you not use him? But you don't have to. Because Diddy also had his hands with, with a lot of groups. Danny yeah. Kane. Day 26. Cream, Biggie, Biggie, Mace, Craig right. Mack, G Dub. Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. Ooh, that's nasty. Yeah, I want I and we proven why Jermaine Dupree should go against Diddy instead of Dr. Dre. That'll be a fire. Because the thing is, I was listening to the Teddy one and the Babyface one today at work, um, because it was on YouTube, and I was like, dang, I forgot that they were responsible for some of these. And it was so nice to like tell for them to feed off of each other and be like, you had a good one. I wasn't ready for that. Babyface had the whole of Face records. Yeah, like that's just oof. Music quality. Music. Face records has hits. They'll never understand the quality music. Never. Ever. Never. That's why. Like, I that's enjoy. when movie soundtracks were like was you go lit. buy them. What What got the best movie soundtracks? Like Wayne XL. Wayne XL for sure. Favorite is Save the Last Dance. That is my favorite. Fucking I gotta see. I gotta see the show. Save the Last Dance is a good one. It's Trina's a- on that one with Silk the Shocker. That's like the 2000 era when people was dancing. It was still feel good music, but it was also like that 90s exit out. 
that shit was a very good uh, soundtrack. Wait, well, that was a lot of good soundtrack. What other movie got a super soundtrack? Romeo Must Die was a good one. Dr. Doolittle, even that's a goofy music um, movie, that had a good soundtrack. You know whose TV shows are doing soundtracks? Insecure does a TV show soundtrack, which is really good. It is? The music on there is good. Wasn't like Weekend on that shit? Who? Weekend. No. Whose soundtrack was Weekend on recently? Mm, I don't know. I want to say like a few years back. I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm not a big Weekend fan. I can't relate to him. I like the suicidal, depressing music. I just can never get it. He makes it. very depressing music that I, I don't I don't get high, so it's like I don't relate That's to. That's what it is. If I got high, I would relate to. It. I don't get high. I don't smoke weed. I fucking DM'd party next door. That motherfucker read my shit. I was like, ah! I was like, can you get back to the old vibes, please? Thanks, because this new shit. Ain't it. No, 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 no. He has some shit on his new shit. I'm not against it. I started listening. You know what it is? Because Anaya doesn't like Drake's second album, and that's what this album is starting to sound like to me. And I love that album. What was it? Take oh, Care? He's like, he doesn't like the melodic stuff. Mm. Maybe I don't, but... Don't. You don't like Drake's second album? What's Drake's second? Take Care? Take Care. Because it sounds like The Weeknd. That is all The Weeknd shit. Yeah, it is. That's why I don't like it. That's all The Weeknd, like, really... That's really all The Weeknd songs, like, literally. I know that, but I don't like to hear Drake sing like The Weeknd. That's why I didn't like it. Mm, I love makes that. Sense. I like that album. It's very slept on for me, but I do. Every time I go back. No, to niggas consider Take Care classic. I got nothing was the same. I fucking can't stand Take Care. Nothing was the same would be more of a classic than That's Nothing was the same as a classic to me. Nothing was the same. Anytime a rapper puts his baby face on an album, it's a go. It's a go. That's true. That's another fact. Nothing was the same was a good album. No, it really was. I feel like that's when we really heard Joe. He even said it. He said that's his most cohesive album. That was, it was. That was. He really thought with that one. Like, the track listing, the features. I was just listening to for, from Tom. She was, oh, yeah. That's, 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 too much. Too much with um with um James. It was like, nah, that shit is fire. Not the weekend. Not the first album. That letter was a good one. I don't yeah, like, like, I don't, I think um the other slept on albums, if, if you're reading this, it's too late, but it aged well. At first it was like, what the fuck? But then no, it was no, like, nah, this, right now, no, if you read it's too late, it's good. It was lit, because I was lit. Yeah, no, nah, it was lit, it was lit, and it aged well, it's still listenable. I was on the Drake train already, so I was like, yeah. I'm not listening to Scorpion. that's when I fell off. Nah, it was still good. I was I didn't care for him in future feature, but that one, it was he was in his bag. This is when Drake was like pushing out music. He was just giving us shit, sure. he was talking his shit, he was being aggressive, he was coming at niggas left and right. I was like, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't on that soft shit no more. I like and I that. I like soft Drake because I'm like, you can't even sing, bro. That's what I loved about his first album. The Ooh. first album was great. First album was fire, and it had the it's best. It's mad innocent. It's innocent Drake, but it's great. It had the best. He had Jeezy on there. He had Jeezy on there. No, first what? album was great. Yesterday, we were getting high. You were the invited. You bugging. <laughs> bugging. You bugging tonight. Not, not when he had the mix. Not when he had October's very own mixtape. And you but that was some of them things with other niggas' beats and like. That first album was a great album. It was a great album. 
only trash song on there was the Swiss Beats one. <laughs> no, Fancy was nice. I like, hated that song. Fancy was good. I hated Fancy. You, yo, Fancy came on in the club. It was, it was lit. No, bitches went wild for that. No, Drake had the best features. And you know who he had? He had the Dream on there too. Oh, that was a great album. Um, Dream on? Fuck. 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 Um, fuck. Um, he felt like when he came up, he had to prove like, oh, I know celebrities. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He had that. He had that. That was a good album. I want that old Drake back. But I definitely like the IG Live battles. Or back. I want the party next door is pussy whipped or something. I'm like, nigga, is you stop doing drugs? I ain't gonna lie, that that savage anthem is OD. You heard that? Yeah. When the party, when you talk about cheating. Oh, wait, no. We talk about Chino Kalani? No, I haven't listened to that song yet. Listen to it. No, and you told me about that a while ago. I gotta finish. You're talking it. crazy on that song, bro. Poor Kalani. Poor Kalani. Kalani confuses me. Kalani is a. I still don't know any of her music. Kalani, I. It's a. I don't know why, and I don't know why this draws in my. Kalani sound like Brandy to me. I don't know why. Brandy? Well, I don't know where's the correlation in my head with Brooklyn and Brandy. No, Brandy, she has, I can see it. It's, a, it's, it's her tone. It's not really like her voice. Yeah, it's not the actual music. When she sings, I can see it. But I feel like Kalani missed her mark, though. Like, what, what is a Kalani song that we all know? I don't know any. Oh, I, I don't know one. I haven't heard any of her music. And I just started paying attention to her when she was dating YG. She can actually sing. No, she can't actually sing. Right, but what song do we... But Kalani been popping when she was dating Party. Yeah, but this was like four or five years ago. And you still missed the moment. Like, Kalani missed her moment. Mm. You got a great point. Not because you think about it. Kalani no, you got a great point. No, Kalani been out. And then you look at all these new R&B singers. Her... Came out what? 2017-ish? Her came out. Her got a good run going. Summer. Summer Walker came out the gate. Got a good run. But we know Summer. LMA. 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 And ran out. That's what I'm saying. Like, Kalani missed her. She missed her mark. Like, since you missed it. You missed it. It could have been her team. It could have been But niggas team. are real big fans of Kalani. You be like, nigga, give me his own. Exactly though, I feel like she missed it. I'm not saying it's too late for sis, but it's like. And her, her music, if it is a classic song, is around relationship issues. Like if it's Kyrie Irving party, YG, all her hot shit is around the relationship. She's another She's another Taylor Swift. I don't pay attention to Taylor Swift relationships. I don't either. I just know that all of her songs are about ex-boyfriends. Mm. Oh, you know what I wanted to say that I really like about the IG Live, what they did with the um, Babyface and Teddy Riley one, is that the playlist is now available on Tidal. Yeah, Tidal been doing that. Tidal been doing that. I everybody. think that's amazing because now these artists can make money off of those streams. 100%. I and like you know, it. Tidal is the second, it's the second biggest um, streaming service that pays artists the most. Yes. Nipsey Hussle said this when he was alive. Yeah. So I think it's like Napstar and then Tidal and then something else. Hold on. Let's see. Like YouTube is probably before Spotify. Oh, it's Amazon. Amazon Napstar, makes sense. Napstar, Tidal, 
YouTube Red, Apple Music, Google Play. YouTube Red. Like, YouTube don't pay for this shit, bro. Like, regular YouTube is after Spotify. YouTube don't pay niggas shit, bro. Jay-Z been exposed them niggas. That's horrible. Some of these artists are not on Apple Music. I get it. These old school ones. Like, sometimes I'll be looking for an old school record, and they're not on Apple Music. I don't think Prince is on Apple Music. Prince isn't, I don't think he's anywhere. <laughs> I think, okay, is, no, he has it set up like that in his stuff. I, I think they, they, I don't think. Prince is, I love Prince. No, Ty, Prince had it set up, and this, Prince has his stuff set up even before he died and stuff like that, and after death, that, like, even, like, his concerts, like, you can't really find those, that footage, because Prince created this whole thing around him being an artist that you have to go buy his music or see him. You ain't gonna be getting it for free. But also, Prince owed all his masters. You got to think about when Prince came You out. had to kill him. You he had to a, kill him. Yeah. He was in full control. Yeah. You had to kill him. Prince was also playing every instrument. And he also, I watched a documentary where it talked about Prince also registered his name um, under a fake name. And he was writing for people. So, Nigga, he registered his name as the artist. No, oh, yeah, because he didn't own his original name. Yeah. No, but I'm saying when he would write, he wouldn't have it under Prince or his name. He would have yeah. it under Prince was a fucking G. Prince was going to do he was going to redo all his songs under the name the artist just to have ownership. He was not playing with me. They had to do when they came out with that TLC um, movie that they had to re-record all their songs and then drop it to make money off of that album that they put out. Oh yeah, the last one, right? Yeah, because they didn't. They actually didn't own any of their old catalog, so they re-recorded it. It don't blow your mind that a lot of these like R and B singers just don't write their own shit. It blew my mind. No, because you gotta think about it. There's people that's artistic. That's like for me, example. If I'm a good writer and you're an artist, you may not have the ability to articulate your work. No, but so then how they how 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 would Beyonce be a not trying to I'm not trying to be be thrown up. How would Beyonce be a goat if niggas roll her shit all the time? They do. They do. But the thing with Beyonce's dad used to sit here and bully people into when they, what do they call it? The scales or something like that? At the end of a record, when you start breaking down who gets what percentage and who gets like writing credits and stuff like that, yeah. her dad used to, they used to pay writers and he used to bully them so that she can get writing credits. Right, but we know Beyonce can't fucking write shit. I wouldn't I've say noticed that. I've just, noticed that. He's not responsible for a lot of her biggest songs. Them little elementary rhymes and school lyrics. Nah, we talking about like her. Neil wrote for her. Carrie Hilson wrote for her. Carrie the Hilson. Dream wrote for her. Neo, we talking about yeah, we talking about niggas that's talented with that pen. Any hit Beyonce got, somebody else wrote it. All her. So her, then my thing is, do that discredit her from like? No, because she's the one singing it. It don't matter. That's like, for example. I think does discredit her in the fact that you're lying in your credit saying that you wrote majority of the song and you didn't and you took away somebody else's writing credit and paid them money and just because they want to get that money or get on I think that's taking advantage especially with them being black artists mm. was that so early- I think in a way it is a negative huh I said but wasn't that early in her career when her dad was managing her yeah that oh, was early that's now nigga that's early in her cur- um, career. Dream wrote that as Beyonce. Dream wrote that as Beyonce as a dope. How do we know that? 
don't we all know this though, Corey? So this is not unknown information. If we all know the dream wrote single ladies, if we all know that Neo wrote irreplaceable, we all know this. What are you talking about? That take away from your artistry to me. What does it? Because Beyonce, you have some artists that are just not writers. For example, like I've dealt with somebody who who writes and produces. So if you're an artist like Party with Rihanna. No. <laughs> Rihanna, Rihanna don't write shit either. Like we could go. It's a bunch of artists that we know. But she doesn't claim to. Yeah, but we know when Rihanna writes the song. Exactly. This I, is a does it discredit Beyonce? I think it discredits her. This is the thing. I feel like they did what they good. They did. They did what they could to get her in the possession position where she is. She couldn't have gotten to where she was without doing all that. You gotta understand. Beyonce is ranked like high as a Michael Jackson. She okay. is. Okay, so what's the problem? My thing is, like, how do we, like, when we rank rappers, we put the niggas that wrote this shit. Different, though. That's, when, when you got to think about it, when, when we originated hip-hop and rap, that was people at the parties getting on the mic freestyling. So okay. rap is a total different conversation. But okay. we expect you to come off the dome and say some fire shit. Now, singing... That's that's a talent. That is that is totally separate from rap because rap is is an artistry that you can enhance over time. To be honest, who looks at Beyonce and says, "Oh, she's an amazing writer." I think people look at Beyonce for a great performance. Performer, right? That's what okay. we get. To. Okay. So I Let's feel like about Whitney Houston. People used to call her the voice. Right. No songs. Right. So we notice. Look at all these Teddy Riley and Babyface. Babyface had half of Tony Braxton, he wrote that shit. So it, it, it don't take away, it's just more so like, and let's just say, if I'm a writer and you're an artist, we sit in a session and we have a conversation, I can articulate what you're trying to say better than what you can, and you're the machine who's pushing out the message. So, should, question, should Babyface be ranked higher than Tony Braxton? No, he is in a certain sense. When we talk about writers, yes. When we, like Missy Elliott, she won an award for a writer's, like she- Yeah, we, what is it called, ASCAP or something like that? Yeah, yeah, ASCAP. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, well we have those- BMIs and ASCAP. But I feel like you gotta know music to know who's writing what for who. Cause I knew that The Dream wrote a lot of shit and, and, the, and the way The Dream is, is because of Nibia. Nibia taught him how to write music and articulate certain shit. So even Nibia, she's a great writer. I think uh, if you're listening to music and just seeing who's in front, then you're not gonna realize music for what it yeah, is. Neo wrote Let Me Love You. And that's why a lot of these artists, these singing groups and stuff like that got screwed over back in the day because they was all they were doing was performing and singing. And that's it. They wasn't writing none of their shit. Exactly. They was mm. going in the booth with a piece of paper and somebody was telling them what to do. I ain't gonna lie. And, and, and look, I'm not a defender of them. Yeah. If niggas wanna go, if, if the nigga was out of jail, if niggas wanna go hit for hit with R. Kelly, you niggas would lose. No, that's a fact. Cause R. Kelly- You niggas would, there's nobody that in the RB field that could go hit for hit with. Y'all remember whether he the wrote it or whether he sang it, you can't go. You remember the Trapped in the Closet series? No, R. Kelly's a weird, fucked up nigga, but he's talented. He's talented, <laughs> talented as fuck. I, I didn't know he wrote uh, Maxwell's song, Fortunate. He wrote some, he yeah. Wrote I was like, what? It was like, oh. He wrote B2K shit. He wrote a lot of shit. He wrote a lot of shit. R. Kelly was the GOAT. In he wrote album. like a Leah first album. Yeah, we know that. That's why Leah's album is on fucking Apple. 
But you can't go like, oh, I go 2020 for R. Kelly. No, you would not. You would shut down your IG and go home. <laughs> like, you cannot. Music, music is not what it used to be. Not, it's not where you sing it who, right. Who could go? Who's an R&B um, act that you feel like you want to see? That's even. Or it's not even you want to see if they could go there. Go where with who? I'm just saying, like, let's say... Like, catalog? Yeah, let's say a lot of niggas feel like niggas can't challenge Usher, and I feel like I got somebody that can challenge Usher. Um, I would like to see Mariah Carey, but... Ooh. Ooh. Mariah Carey says she's only doing one by herself, because that's the only one that can compete, honey. Ooh. <laughs> Somebody put it on Twitter, and she reposted it and said, whoop. It's a fact, though. Who the fuck? Are we talking about singing? If we talk about songs, if we talk about albums, hits, we can go hits for 30, 20 hits for hits, not features, or twenty good, good, good. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I I feel like I'm gonna be honest. Niggas no can't go. To, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be strictly honest. I'm gonna be blunt. Niggas can't go twenty hits for hits with Chris Brown. No, I don't think niggas can do it. He has so many songs. There's just too many songs. At one point, had so many fucking features. It was like Chris Brown was on the radio just as much as Drake was. I feel like exactly Drake ran the radio at one point. Mm-hmm. Hey. On some R&B shit. Some R&B shit. We not talking about what a trap beat. Niggas really can't fuck with Usher, to be honest. Because he could just play Confessions and whoop your ass. Confessions was such a good album, but what was the good album after that? He had hit singles after that. Yeah, he was good singles, albums after that. Album, but I'm saying, like, the first what? album, eight, um, um, do the shit what you making me wanna my way, my way, a seven oh one, a seven oh one. That was an album. That album was an album. Yo, listen, Tanisha, look, my way, eighty a seven oh one, and confessions is whipping niggas ass. It's whipping niggas ass. Whatever. That's why he, he was on Moesha. <laughs> Usher's whooping niggas ass. So it's like, it's hard. Like, it's hard for Zaheem, R&B to Zaheem, do it. He had a good little run. He Who? Zaheem. 20 or 10? Not 10. But 10? But I'm saying he had a good album. He had a good little run. Zaheem versus Tyrese don't sound too bad in the 10. Oh, the 10 Tyrese. So Zaheem oh. versus Tyrese don't sound too bad. And a ten off, and a ten off, and a ten off, a ten off, ten off, ten off. Five off, nigga. I don't even know about. No, Jaheem got a good six seven, bro. Jaheem got a good six seven. Jaheem got a good six seven. Tyrese got three, four songs, nigga. Hold on, all right. Um, how many Tyrese songs do we know, nigga? All right, hold on. Um, um, the zodiac signs. Sweet lady. Sweet lady. Fuck. What's the one where the girlfriend dies or leaves him? Oh man. Um, 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 I'm um, in the music videos. You know what I'm talking about. How you gonna act? That's the one I was thinking about. Three fucking songs. No, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, Tyree's got more than that. What? Oh, let me search. Let me search. I don't remember by heart. Tyrese got three good songs. Three. This is why we need more IG live battles to take us back. I said three or four. That's what I said. Three or four. That's what Tyrese got. Lately. 
Lately was a good one. What am I going to do? I don't know that song. Can we count the best man I can be? Who? Or no, because it's a because it has multiple artists. We got multiple artists. We got <laughs> right. Tyrese. Oh. Tyrese got good six. Let's get some Tyrese I tonight. Six five. We gotta run them streams for Tyrese tonight. Is he? He's in the Marway video. He's just been, he didn't write nothing, right? Oh my god. No, Monica. Monica versus Brandy, I would like to see. No, I don't want to like that. I don't want to see that. I do. They, they got a good fight song. for real in real life. They already fight in real life. We don't <laughs> 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 they just got to be petty and play songs to press play. They could have shades on. They don't know how to do that. They don't know how. Dumb two don't know how to and do Monica that. And Monica's ghetto, okay? She's a real life gangster. Yeah. <laughs> She's hacking. I would love to. gun in her purse. I would love to see that. For the culture, I would love to see. Well, well remember they came back together to tour and then they got into issues right after that women who would i like to see i would like to see brandy and there's nobody to compete with Nicki minaj is nobody to compete with missy elliott i I don't know them two i don't i want to see niggas compete with them too and i i don't think it's nobody it's nasty like i think that's an automatic scrape missy elliott is an automatic scrape it's like who the fuck I don't think there's anybody that. And even Mariah Carey is nobody to compete, cause it's like, all right, we're gonna go. If we go rap, you're gonna lose to Nicki. If we go strictly rap, you're gonna. If we go like the pop, dancey shit, you're gonna lose to Misty. If we go the strictly R&B, you're gonna lose to Mariah. There's no woman. The the only way we niggas said this to me. Niggas said Candy and Tiny, as far as writing. Candy. I'm going team candy. And, and no, tiny produced tiny wrote some shit. Yeah, they had a writing team together. But yeah. um candy wrote what that. songs did Candy write? Because Can- uh, Candy didn't just write R and B songs. She did a lot of pop songs too. She did a lot of shit. That's nuts. Like, she wrote for a lot of white people. That's nuts. I ain't gonna lie, that's nuts. Nah, candy write it is not to be That's why I'm saying I'm just she like, I don't know, like just she because she's she's writing. not in one genre with her writing. Ten hits. She wrote Whitney Houston, Tell Me No. Come on, she got Whitney. That's the first person I found. Yeah, once you got Whitney as a stripe, is OD. So she got Pink, There You Go. Look it. But when Pink first came out, she wrote that. That's crazy. Destiny Child, Bills, 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 Insane. She wrote that? Yes, I'm telling you. I remember she used to write for Insane. She used to write for Insane. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, she wrote for so many shows. Like, Pop your collar, Mariah Carey, ex-girlfriend, Alicia Keys, Jane Doe, Boys to Men, Good Guy, TLC, No Scrubs. Come maybe, on. Wait, maybe Alicia Keys could go up against uh, Mariah. Not vocally, but maybe writing. Come on. No, Mariah never wrote for no. She sung it. She No, Mariah Carey wrote. She's After like, she left that guy, she wrote all her music. Yeah, because mm. that shit... Wait, no, no. I, I got somebody from Mariah. I got somebody from Mariah. I got somebody from Mariah. Mary J. Blige. So I thought that at first, but then I was like, I feel like she'd be better paired with Faith Evans. Faith Evans? I gotta check Faith Evans' history. I mean, yeah, Faith Evans, but but 
Mariah was smoke her. I mean, I'm Mariah, but Mary was smoke her because Mary had more music and was more relevant. Then, then Mariah? Or you mean Mary, Faith Evans? Faith Evans. Faith Evans. Niggas was smoking Faith Evans, bro. Well, listen, Candy wrote no scrubs. Nigga drops mic. It's over. What? Yo, yo, I didn't know Cameron wrote um for 3LW. Cameron? Yes. Nigga. Yes, he did. Yes. That. Which one was it? <laughs> I know you wrote your he wrote, he no, wrote one of the hits. He did. I remember Corey like sent me a writing credit. He's like, Did you know this? And I'm like, Did I know what? What is this? I had to go Google all the names. Cause I'm like, what the fuck is you talking about? Because Cameron Giles, that's his name. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> he wrote no he wrote no more. Yeah, their their first single. No more, baby. I'ma do right. You can't, or you can't, can't. You wrote that shit. Yeah, he wrote, he wrote "Crush on You" too, by, um, for um, Lil C's or Little Kim song. He wrote that. That sounds very Cam like. Now that you say yeah. that, Cameron. Yeah, yeah. From Dipset. Yes. <laughs> that it's actually crazy. makes sense. He came. They came up under Mason Biggie. Yes. That makes. Sense. That's how you make your name solidified. That's how you stay receiving checks when you write shit for people. Yeah. The dream, the dream don't gotta show his face on no social media. He'd be forever rich. Right? I'm looking at the and it says I'm a gorgeous gangster. Cause I just typed his name and I'm looking at like writing. Like they got quotes. I'm a gorgeous gangster, Cameron. <laughs> really? Really, Cameron? Really? He won't no more. Treat me like a lady when you open doors and doors. Yo, you had every fucking New York little girl sitting there. Play me when yo, I, yo, that ever is so missing. Like I used to be in my cousin house and they used to create you know dances. What? They used okay, to create dances for the songs, like three of them. Okay, wait, Corey. Me and my ex talked about this. I feel like it goes down to us being. We have so much technology. Like you gotta think about it. in the '90s, niggas will sing how they miss they bitch, and they can't wait to see her. And make right. we don't have that now. Can we bring back that era, right? But um, niggas to sing to us. Well, we don't have that, nigga. If if I'm missing you and I'm a nigga, I'm gonna go on your page and watch the story. I don't need to fucking write no songs. Sure. So it's like we live in a whole different era where feelings are not Thanks. as valuable because we got so much access to the person. True. You know what I'm if I think about you, I could just go on your page and be like, oh, what's Tanisha doing? Like, texting was not a thing. Like, call you, see you. Now it's, like, totally different. So, of course, music is going to be different. You know? So, yeah, as much as we, like, oh, we wish the 90s, yeah, but we don't live. So, y'all, don't, so y'all wasn't part of, like, the era that was creating dances for 3LW? And yes, yes, yes. But, but with your cousins? With your cousins? <laughs> now we got fucking TikTok. Yeah, I used to be in a room with my cousins. Dancing, playing shit. I used to know the whole choreographer to Are You That Somebody by Aaliyah. Oh. <laughs> 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 Yo, I ain't gonna lie. The only choreography I ever practiced ever in my life is, is Yo, Chris Brown. Niggas wanted to know that shit. And your mans wrote that shit. Um, the nigga that was doing it with Neo. Jo- um, Jonta, Jonta Austin. Okay. He wrote Yo. That's the one who wrote with TLC. He wrote Mad Aaliyah. Oh, Dallas oh Austin? God. He wrote Aaliyah his. That's crazy. You know who else? I like Static Major did. He, he got yes. his hands in a lot of shit. He got his hands in a lot. He died, right? Yeah. And whatever happened to Red Cafe? He's still a rapper. He managed, mostly. 
I wish Nivea was. Static Major. I gotta find out what Static Major really wrote. Let me, let me but listen, Candy wrote it for instance. Candy was out here. Candy is ridiculous. I didn't know that. I had to tell my man the other day, like, yo, fam, listen, Tiny worth more than T.I. He's like, what? Like, yo, yeah, Tiny. the one that used to pay for no, Tiny make more money than T.I. I had to she tell did. my man that the other day. Remember, she was still in Escape, was still making music when she met T.I. and they were dating. Wait, which is why me. he needs to get his shit together. Huh? Who did you say? Tiny. No, before Tiny, before you, you said you wanted to know who wrote what. Static Major, what he wrote? He wrote a <clears throat> like fire. He wrote that. I, I love know. that video. Okay. Yeah, it was in the video too. See, that was a thing back in the day. If they wrote your shit, he was in it the was video. It was in the video. It was definitely in the video. <laughs> they was definitely in the video. You're not lying about that. They was in the goddamn video. Like I wrote this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they not even viewed as a superstar, but they wrote it. No green screen. And if it was, that shit looks cinematic. Nigga, nigga in your video with a Kango hat. Busy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, like, I just wrote a hit. All right, so he wrote, don't know what to tell you with Timberland. He wrote Lolly, he wrote, he wrote with him, Lollipop. Pony. I didn't know he wrote Pony. And he wrote, oh, shit. Oh, I thought the, the, the Jonna nigga, the, the nigga that battled Neo wrote. wrote. Oh, Malia. Um, Static major role. Wow. Hold on. We got more. It makes sense why he wrote Pony, though. Yeah, but you got to think about it. When they I mean, not Pony. It makes sense why he wrote Lollipop. Because that wasn't Wayne. Yeah, it wasn't. I can tell you the biggest little Wayne fan. Ugh. Remember Are you Which one? Is Ellen really somebody? Tell me yeah. that somebody. Mm-hmm. Yo, Leah had his for a short, short. And that one was on the Dr. Doolittle channel. They all lived in the house. Yeah. So, Wan, Timberland, they was they all lived in the house and they all worked together. So let's just that's like if we all lived in the house, we gonna all work together. So if I'm singing, you writing my shit, Tanisha producing a B, now we're gonna work on the next person. Now we're gonna work on Jaywan shit. Aaliyah gonna be in the video. Missy gonna write some shit. You gonna sing this in the back. They all work together. That's why they all move. You know what I'm saying? I didn't hear of Static Major too lo- till Lollipop. Yeah, but that's because we young, nigga. Yeah, that's because I'm young. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so he wrote Try Again. We Need a Resolution. He wrote. What? Yes, like Static Major was that nigga writing Aaliyah shit. That was her best music. Yeah. So that's why, like. You need a resolution. Yeah, he wrote that shit. What is Aaliyah rank? What do you mean? Period. So, yeah, as women, like, what is Aaliyah, Aaliyah, Aaliyah is kind of. What like, other women RB acts? She only put two, but we can't. The thing, that's like if, that's like, God forbid someone walk and die. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all the music we got from her. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, know- like honestly, Aaliyah was in her prime, but she still was about to peak. Right. She like, was, she was mm, still mm, about to because if you think about it, it's like she had she was supposed to be in Matrix. She was supposed to be in what was it? She, had, doing shit. Yeah, she had a lot of movies. It's she was, like low key twenty twenty happened to Aaliyah. Yeah. Hello. It was like you had all this great shit and then poof, you going. It's like Selena, the same shit. Selena was about to transition into, you know, singing in English and reaching yeah. a 
just crossing over. Right. So it's like these artists be right at their peak before. The, it's like is Aaliyah in your top ten? It's like Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke was about to be right yeah. there. And oh lord, like is Aaliyah in your top ten? Aaliyah in your top ten? Top ten of what? Music. Your R and B women, your R and B women singers. No, yeah, I can still listen to Aaliyah albums. Yeah, cause she she also had songs. Like, Aaliyah had unisex songs to me. Yeah. A lot of a lot videos. of women don't have that. I love Aaliyah videos. What? Uh, Best videos. Uh, and I love Aaliyah movies, except I never watched yes. them because for some I don't know. Something you know how you say that guy looks like the devil to you and Naya? That's yeah. what Queen of the Dam. It's just something. It gives me evil vibes, and I'm not into it. Nah, it's a really good movie. You should watch it though, because the way she comes in, you got to see her character. Like she really dominates it. Like she kills. She executes that evil character so well. Because everybody, when they speak of Aaliyah, they say she's so angelic. So for her to do the opposite, that shows how versatile she was as an artist, but also an actor. It's like, is that like Michael B. Jordan and with Killmonger? Y'all never watched Black Panther? I did. You said, okay, Black, it is. It, it really is because it's like we've never seen Aaliyah like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never seen Michael B. Jordan like that. Never. And he was an asshole. He said that he, he was on his bullshit. He said he had to do counseling after that. Yes. I believe him. I believe him because he was just. He energy. No, that's a, that's like all the people that play the Joker. Yeah, they getting into a real deep, depressed, nasty bag. Because I don't even feel like that character comes across very evil, like. But what? I don't. Well, I've only seen the one Joker movie. You never watched him in Heath Ledger? I mean, when Heath Ledger did him? No, because I his actor. Yo, you know why you never? I'm gonna be honest with you. Know why you never seen the Joker movie? The Joker don't have an origin. He don't have an origin at all. He don't have an origin. He just pops up. That's yeah, why he... you never seen the Joker movie. That's crazy. I wanted to see the Joker movie. I heard it was really good. Yes, it is. It is. It. All right, so give me your top. That just top. Came out. That's the one I watch. Give That's me your top. Give me your top five R&B women. Easy. That y'all listen to. Ari Lennox. Summer Walker. Her. That's new. That's kind of. I want you to make new. No. All right. Are we not giving new? Or are we giving in general? All my. Yeah, in general. I want in general. Oh well, I can give in general. Excuse me. Because I can give new bitches. That's all. That's popping. Um, Mary J. Blige. I love Mary J. Blige. Mhm. Faith Evans. Oh, I love Faith. Um, I'll have to go ten because you could make new and Ashanti. All. Ashanti, really? Ashanti can write. I believe it. No, she wrote J Lo shit. No, she she sung J Lo shit. She didn't write. She sang J Lo shit. Is it legal for her to perform J Lo shit to y'all? Huh? Y'all go look at her stupid because we don't know Ashanti for that. We know Ashanti for Ashanti. It's so. not necessarily illegal. It's just that she has no credits on any of that stuff. Irv Gotti really fucked her. Okay. Yeah. Cause she did all that silent stuff before. That's why you don't mix business and pleasure. And I wish she would just. She would fuck with Irv. I didn't know that. Yes, and I wish she would just admit it. I saw she would fuck with Irv. Yes, that's the whole reason. Come on, yes. Not even. Don't you know half these R and B bitches fuck all they producers? Like no, 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 that, no, that. I did no, that, like she was in a full on relationship with him. But you know who said it first? 
Superhead said it in her book, and that book came out when, many years ago. I think that book came out when I was in either yeah, early. But Superhead is like a random. But Superhead also called the Bill Cosby. Fucking they produce them. Superhead also mentioned the Bill Cosby. I know that, but I didn't know Shanti was fucking with her body. She was. She said in the book, she's all like, um, Ja Rule. You know what? Uh, now nah, you shut me up. I'm, what? What? Summer Walker in London is is a perfect example. I I don't have no comeback. But oh, what happens? It's like they not in a relationship and be on that. Like we doing music. It's like Lauren Hill. I got a I got an example in which I should have understood the standard, but is too outrageous. It's like insensitive for me to say it. What? Aliyah and R. Kelly. I got it. I got it. I got it. Aliyah and R. Kelly. No, but that, but the what I'm saying is most R&B artists, not all niggas forget R. Kelly wrote the song, but he also produced it. It's exactly. nasty. Exactly. So what I'm saying is most R&B artists usually be fucking they producing. That's how they get on. They probably and, in a relationship. Oh, Ashanti and Irv Gotti, it was a thing. Oh, you used to just sing. It was a thing. It I didn't know that. Popular. It wasn't popular, but people behind the scenes knew. And then at some point, and you know what, to be honest, my theory is the reason why she never claimed Nelly, because she's the one that didn't claim him. It wasn't the other way around. It was her that wanted to keep Oh, he claimed it. Yeah, he claimed it as a motherfucker. Yeah, but I think there was overlap. Okay, what do you mean by that? Why she wanted to keep it a secret for a while. What do you mean by that? She was with Nelly for 10 years. The beginning. Yes, she was with Nelly. Damn. There was overlap there. And it's funny because Irv Gotti has been saying this for the last few years. He said it on Wendy Williams. He said it on Funk Master. Well, he said exactly. Oh, like, insinuated that. That him? No, he didn't say insinuate. He said me and Ashanti used to fuck around. Everybody knows that. That's Irv Gotti. That's Irv Gotti. Irv Gotti and Dame Dash is the same nigga in a different body. Look, I just wish she would come out and admit it and let it go because. Like nobody cares, and the and he says it, and his wife says it that it wasn't happening. He was legally married, but him and his wife were separated. Living. Remember when Irv Gotti had a whole TV show? I remember in the TV show he was cheating on her. Yeah, so it's just like she didn't break up his marriage. His marriage was already done and over with. So I don't know why she just doesn't say this is what it is. I was young, we was in a relationship, and let's keep moving. I guess like nobody really cares. I'm not gonna lie, boning early Ashanti is crazy. Guys, this nigga is crazy, bro. Nigga makes business with pleasure. That's crazy. But that's a lot of producers. That is a lot of producers. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. These producers could just be seeing a cute girl and they'll make that artist into an artist. Like, you be thinking like, oh, they don't even sound that great. But it don't matter because the song is so good. The beat is so good. Like, it's not hard. It's just not. Like, A. Marie, she was fucking her producer. That's how she um, Ryan Leslie. Or Ryan Leslie was Catholic. Stop playing with me. Exactly. Well, like, Amory was fucking right. Yo. Uh, Corey, we just trying to tell me that Amory was fucking Ryan Leslie. No, 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 no. Oh, no, I meant Ryan Leslie was with Cassie. Yeah, like how the fuck did Cassie get a singing career? Come Who? on, Cassie. How the fuck did Cassie? Who was the producer? Ryan Leslie. <laughs> oh, I. Like when we think about it, when we really, really think about it, R&B artists, they be okay. Oh, wait, let's talk about it. Like this JD and Candy from Escape. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm going to no, be honest true. with you. 
They I, were, they I, I were. didn't do my history on the R&B shit, so I didn't know where Candy came from. She came from Escape, and she was, while she was in the group. It was her, T- Tiny, and who? Um, Latasha Smith, I think that's her last name, and the other girl. They were sisters. Yeah. But Candy was fucking with JD when she was at Escape, and there you go. There's another one. You tell so hold on. You look at me in my face, and you're telling me that Ryan Leslie produced. Oh, remember now? Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Ryan <laughs> Leslie produced me. Really? Yeah. Ryan yeah. Leslie produced me and you. Yes. And he produced Long Way to Go. Yes, that's all I, him. Nigga, you want to pull it up? That's crazy. That's like me fucking with a producer, and all of a sudden now I'm a singer. Come on, like if the song's great, the beat's great, and I just got the look. Yeah, that's how half these bitches got put on. Because it's but not some of them don't get put that's on. So no, I won't say that. Some of them don't get put on because they're already fucking. It's they also fuck after the fact that they're already singing and whatever. They're right. already like, they get the they get the favorites, yeah. whatever. But when like, I thought she wasn't fucking her before he like got on. It was after the fact, which it makes sense because you're spending but so you much like, time. Like 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 dirt and rain on me. Her first album. But what I'm saying is that happened in that case, but no, it also happened. Ashanti don't look how she looked now back then. It's just like, that's crazy. That niggas is better. No, she put on weight, so she looks great. Like, she was just very She skinny. looked great now, but I'm just, our niggas is pretty and before, but she was very skinny before. But she was very young when she came on. Yeah, she was like, what, 19, 18? Yeah. She was like 13 in the fucking video. Barely hit puberty. Right. But yeah, dang, we can keep going. Dallas, Austin, and Chile. Right. You got Who's think about this? I know of his name, but I don't know him. He's, um, he's a writer or like. Chili ever put out like she ever put out some solo shit? I don't care then. But what I'm saying is, but when they were in TLC at the beginning, they around each other like that's just what it is. That's like Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper got a baby with a dude that's from that rap group. If uh, Man, naughty by nature. Yeah, so it's Church. like Church. They got a whole kid together. She don't got no sense, but they have a whole kid together. Look at Corey. He looks so disappointed. I'm disappointed. <laughs> you want us to name some more, boo? Right. <laughs> Cassie and Ryan Leslie, you... You're still oh. on that to you. I, I fuck with Ryan Leslie. I thought Ryan Leslie would be a good matchup for certain niggas. As a songwriter. Yeah. Um, maybe the dream, maybe. I can see the maybe, dream. Maybe, maybe the dream. I gotta find out what Brian Michael Cox wrote because I have a lot of people are recommending. Oh, he did a lot of stuff with um, Bad Boy. He wrote a lot of shit. That nigga's a goat. He wrote. Um, I ain't gonna lie. Um, what's that song? He's like, uh, if these fools, some um, what the fuck? I forgot his face in my head. Some with Michael Jackson. Why well, I can't think of his name now? Y'all know I'm talking about. He's a big fucking. Why well, can't his name? I should never. Oh, forget. you're talking about Quincy Jones. He he was. I was thinking about him yesterday, but who could match Quincy? He would smoke a lot of niggas. Nobody could match. You know what's so crazy? I just watched a documentary. Very very impressive. I read his book. And very blunt, like he like he know that he gonna die. Like well, he is. The man's like ninety something, and he's just he don't give a fuck at this. Jones talk as if 
He don't care. You shoot me tomorrow, nigga. I'm gonna get all of this out. He does not care. I read his book and he like nobody can match up against Quincy Jones because Quincy Jones has been writing music. He played so many instruments since he, before oh. he was fucking legal. He's been literally doing this for years. I didn't years. know that. I didn't know that. That's Decades. crazy. Yeah, no, like, Quincy not, Jones would be like 80 now. Like, like, picked up like uh, what he played an instrument for Ray Charles. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, young, a teenager. Not even like teen- he's been touring all over the world since he was a teenager. Like he, like nobody could touch. Qu- like when Quincy Jones dies, we literally have lost someone who. Oh, has Quincy Jones is a random in a sense as far as telling stories he be like nigga nigga i wrote that for mike nigga i remember nigga with six bitches in the room be like he's so fucking blunt and random we brought him to a museum and he started like tearing up he's like wow i'm the only one that's alive it was prince michael um just like everybody he wrote music with or did stuff with he did movies, I think, too. He had a movie. Yes. He did, Um, what is it called? Scoring or whatever. You know how people insert the music? He was in The Wiz. The Wiz. Quincy Jones is old as shit. He's been, his whole career has been music. His whole entire life has been music. Like, who else can we say that about? Okay, so and a black man. Can I give y'all Brian Michael That's Cox? still living, nobody. Brian Michael Cox's list is pretty long. Oh, you know what, you want, what I want to tell you about Quincy Jones? This is so Brian when Michael. I read his book, what the no health care. How he look? I don't know how Brian Michael Cox. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'm about to give you. No. Wait, wait, wait. Let me give you Brian Michael Cox real quick. He's done LMA. Um, he has done I Don't by Mariah Carey. This is all recent stuff, 2017 to 2020. I'm looking at. He's done. He wrote for 112. Um, okay, let me go back to his older days because this is this is only 2008. I'm in 2007. Let's. Yo, them niggas like, that be writing songs. How dude. long Nothing. is this? Is Brian Michael Cox? Okay, let's see. They have credited for him. I know he did a lot of Mariah Carey stuff. Rainbow, Mariah Carey. He produced that album. Um, Jagged Edge. Cause mind you, gotta think about it. Brian Michael Cox and. Um, they, they, they work in a they work under so so deaf. I met both of them, so they both work under so so deaf. So you gotta think about it. If you're a producer, I'm a producer. We are gonna work with this one artist. We just collabing. So he's done um, Mariah Carey, Jagged Edge, He Can't Love You by Jagged Edge. Um, let me see what else. The Brat, because I'm they all under so so deaf. Tony Braxton, The Heat, in 2000. Um, let me see. Funk Master Flex mixtape volume four. I don't know what that's about. Tamar, Tamar Braxton. Is um, Tamar Braxton lit? I don't know. I don't know. That was probably her first album that she ever came out with. Not the Tamar we know, but back in the day when um Tony like was first. Cause when I didn't their- know that t- Tony even had fucking sisters back they then. We signed as a group first, but then they only end up liking Tony. Yeah. Um, Oh, I didn't know that. I don't. And know. then Tamar came out with the solo album, and then the sisters came out with something, and then that was it. And Tony had her career. Bounce with me by Bow Wow. That's um, what. All about you, Usher. Uh, Ludacris, Word of Mouth by Brian Michael Cox. He's very versatile. Uh, two could play that game. Uh, the Wash, Stranger in My House by Tamia, Janet Jackson, Someone to Call My Lover. Nigga got Janet Jack. Brian Michael Cox is lit. When I met him, I was like, huh? Like, yeah, that nigga's lit. 
Um, let me see who else. Nivea, he's done work with. Um, Maxwell Lifetime. Uh, Bow Wow Doggy Bag. UGK Dirty Money. Chris Yo, hey, I was trying to be like, oh, Bow Wow, go. he got hits. Bow, yo, we be shitting on Bow. He got hits. We know this. We know this. Um, he did eight seven zero one with um Usher. Mm-hmm. I'm just Corey. Corey, remember Corey, yo? Yeah, Corey. Oh, yeah, sang, he was um, on Corey sang, yeah. Skin, nigga with the with the with the light fade. He sang um. He produced, um, he produced "I Care for You" by Aaliyah. Uh, Drew Hill, Nivea, don't mess with my man. That's Brian Michael Cox. Don't mess with my man. I'm the one to bring. I'm the one to bring it to you. My girl. He got Birdman, um, baby. Walked out of heaven. Ultimate Tony Braxton. Uh, Walked out of heaven by Jagged Edge. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you, Brian Michael Cox. The senior. Walked out of heaven by Jagged Edge. Oh my. Dave Hollister, real talk. Um, let me see. Little Mo. Meet the girl next door. Latif, love in the first. Um, Jagged Edge, Mariah Carey, bringing on a heartbreak. Monica, after the storm album. album. Yeah. Uh, Let me see. Tamia, still. You can't compete with nobody. Nobody. He got to go get his baby face. He got to go get his baby face. Free yourself. Go. Free yourself by like um, Vintage. Destiny's Child Fulfilled, he worked on that album. Confessions, he worked on that. That was your best album. You worked on Confessions? Yes. I'm t- I was, okay, when I met Brian Michael Cox, he literally sat there and we talked, they talked, like we was talking about it. He said that that's actually Jermaine Dupri's storyline. And they would sit in a room for hours talking and then they start writing. That's how they came up with Confessions. Yes, Brian Michael Cox is that nigga too. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Burn. Um, and that could tell me he, he produced, like he like could help, you know, co-produce, whatever it's called. He the one, him. the first lady by, he was on a mace, uh, emation, I can never say this, a Mimi. Emancipation of Mimi. There you go. He was Ex- a, Exhibition of Mimi, something like that. Emancipation. Emancipation. <laughs> I can never pronounce it like, like I'm sorry with that. He's a producer on that album, The the Breakthrough by Mary J. Blige. Um, shake it off. I gotta shake it off because look, that's him. You know, it ain't the same when you come on. Yes, like Brian, like I'm only in 2005. He did Chris Brown. Um, let me see who else. The Prince of Fame by Bow Wow, The Makings of Me by Monica in 2006, The Hits with 2000, The Evolution of Ciara in 2006. You gotta think about it. Atlanta, I promise, huh? That's when she came out with Promise, right. The evolution. I yeah. just wanted. What's promise? I just wanted. Uh. It's when she broke free, and we're like, okay, CC. Danny Kane ride for you. I remember he. I remember that I don't one. Remember Danny Danny Kane. Kane. Oh. Was on the show. Remember when they was doing the show? He was doing their produce. I'm telling you, this nigga's the goat. He got reflections. Uh, Mary J. Blige. He got Latoya Luckett. He did it 2006. Latoya Luckett is the fourth member of Destiny Child. Yeah. The first time. Okay. Yeah. Enough crying by Mary J. Blige. She did Fantasia 2006. Be Without You in 2006. Uh, the Isley Brothers Baby Making Music. Tyrese Alter Eagle on Marion 21. Fantasia When I See You. Jermaine he did Amari on 21. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, I'm only in 2007. He's still producing music to this day in 2020. Like, Brian Michael Cox is that Negro, okay? He's that nigga. Trey Day by Trey Songs. What? No. That was when Trey Songs had cornrows still. Hey, just got to make it. That's my favorite album by, by Trey Songz. Three Love, Lloyd. Uh, I don't even know that song. You don't... Street Lloyd, uh, Street Love. That's his album that he had. I that's what um yeah. um that's what um Players Prayer. Yeah. Bobby V Special Occasion. What's uh, Bobby V Special? What is Bobby Valentino doing nowadays? Fucking with nothing. No 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 no. no, no, no I'm not gonna say it. No, no 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 no. I'm not gonna say it. Don't do it. I know exactly <laughs> what you're about. Don't. <laughs> got, okay wait wait. He got Keisha Cole, Just Like You. He got Chris Brown Exclusive. Remember when Chris Brown had that album? Yeah, I want to know what's on the album. See, B five, don't talk. Tank be writing a lot of Chris Brown shit. Who? Tank. Yeah. He's if you hear he he's on the back of he if you hear it if you listen to the song he he's on the back of it you hear it. Yeah, you can. Um, Raheem Devoe, love behind the melody. Mariah Carey, I stay in love. Usher, here I stand. He wrote that. Oh my God, here I stand is hard. <laughs> the album in the song. Day 26, he produced, arranged, strings, drums, program, bass. It says what he's done on each one. Composer. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I'm only in 2009. Ready by Trey Songs. No, so he don't ratchet with Ryan Leslie, right? No? No. No. He, he scrapes Ryan Leslie. Okay. No. He's also done uh, Tyler Perry, what did, I, what did I Get Married To? Motion picture soundtrack. He was a composer on that. Monica still standing. Um, Usher oh, versus Raymond. Raymond versus Raymond. The Usher in 2010. So a lot of Usher shit. Yeah, you got to think about it. This in Atlanta. So Usher lived in Atlanta. Sierra, Jagged Edge. That's all Atlanta shit. So, but yeah, now he got mad shit. He got mad shit. But he touched Janet Jackson. Mariah, he got Mariah Carey and Janet Jackson under his belt. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, he is the goat. He also produced goodies. Who can match? Huh? Yeah, he produced goodies. Who can match up with Quincy Jones? Snick is nuts. Brian Michael Cox is nuts. No, he is. You know what the crazy part is about Quincy Jones? You know who Charles Manson is? Yes. Nigga took out his ribs to suck his own dick. No, that crazy motherfucker. No. Nigga that took out his ribs to suck his own dick. The guy that basically went to the West, the Hollywood Hills, and he um, killed those. The nigga that took out his ribs to suck his own dick, yes. Oh my gosh. Anyways, so you know when he, that whole murder that he got arrested for in the Hollywood Hills? Mm -mm. Um, Quincy Jones was supposed to be there that night, and he overslept. And he was supposed to meet somebody there at that house and stay there. Isn't that crazy? That's good that he didn't go. Right? We wouldn't have had a music would not be where it is today without Quincy Jones. But Quincy, they yo, killed Quincy everybody. Jones they is they very, killed a pregnant Quincy Jones is very flagrant out the mouth. You like you said that? Quincy Jones interviews is outrageous. You like no, that nigga didn't just say he be like, yo, I, I watched him do the video the, 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 the interview with um Khalid. And he was like, you 21? Nigga, I remember when I was 21, nigga. Nigga, I remember when Mike was 21, nigga. Nigga, we was doing coke. Like, he would be like, you'd be like, this nigga serious? Like, you'd be like, yo, he ain't just say that. 
No, that nigga said that. He's he a reminds me of the Gregory guy. What's his name? Huh? The Greg, the comedian activist, Gregory. Um, Dick Gregory. There you go. That's who he reminds me of. Dick Gregory is very flagrant out the mouth. Crazy. God rest his soul. Before he died, he was very flagrant out the mouth. All of them from that era is just flagrant out the mouth. Because you've lived so long, your career, your flirt, like, what can anybody really say? There's nothing that quick. Who's going to blackball him? Nobody. Like, nigga, I produce shit for Mike. Shut up. White people cannot touch Quincy. Mike, like Mike, he worked with. Um, think, yo, yo, niggas be trying to sleep on these rap. All Mike. these rappers, these rappers be buying chains, and these rappers be buying this. And I be like, yo, listen, I watched a video with Mike recently. Mike was buying fucking paintings for three hundred thousand lightly, lightly. Like, yo, I have that in my house. No, get that. I'm like three hundred thousand for a fucking painting. Okay. Mike was nuts. And then he bought the, the Beatles man. catalog. Remember we were talking about that? Yeah, Mike owns Beatles catalog, yeah. And he did that off of the fact that somebody just, like, mentioned it in a random conversation with him. Somebody, um, the, 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 the people didn't have enough money to even own publishing, and they offered it to him and Paul McCartney. Yeah. It, and after he bought it, him and Paul McCartney beefing because Paul McCartney felt like it wasn't right, and Mike was like, nigga... Nigga, I want to cat the because he's the one that mentioned it to him beforehand, which led to he bought the um he bought the whole publishing deal, which led to him end up ending up that that specific Sony publishing company end up becoming everybody's so um publishing company, which ended up becoming Beyonce's and Eminem's publishing company during the times of their prime, and he owned their all all their music. Isn't that crazy? Think of, no, no, I'm gonna be trying to be honest about it. Like niggas, niggas be looking over this, but my nigga name somebody with a zoo in their house. Name somebody, really. Like that costs a lot of money for the the animal maintenance, the food maintenance, the, the oh, trainer. Nobody got a fucking zoo in their house. Tyson had a tiger at one point. Just but he, he traded in a tiger for a car. That's why he did that. Like Neverland was a whole theme park. Yeah, like he had a zoo. Like Anaya, think about it. A zoo. The fuck buying the animals because the animals is expensive. The license of keeping the zoo is more expensive than the animals. He had a zoo in his house. A zoo. Yeah, but that's how much money he has. That's that's money, bro. That's crazy money. That's nuts. Look, I'm gonna show you out a video of this nigga Michael Michael Jackson was it this nigga that sell like expensive paintings and he's talking about these shits like they one dollar and these shits is three hundred thousand. He like. He talking to the nigga that, that already know the pains he got. He like, do we have that in my house? I want that one. I, and it's so like bougie that Mike Tyson, I mean Michael Jackson is not paying attention to the nigga that's doing the interview. He like, Michael Jackson, where you going? He like, he like, he like, he like, yo, yo, stop talking. We have that one. That's a hundred thousand. Buy that one. We have that one. Three hundred thousand. The nigga like Michael Jackson. So Mike, so how do you mean you have it in your house? Michael Jackson still ignoring the nigga. Like he ignoring the nigga. Like. I remember watching 500 out. Get that one. I'm like, yo, that's money. That's that's crazy and ridiculous money. Like, that's some money I ain't never imagined that you could just drop, you could buy shit like they a dollar right. and they 500 out. Like, nobody gonna have my money. Nobody. To me, nobody gonna have my money. Or they to have them. About, they like, huh? Or they have them, they don't talk about it. 
I want to yeah. know how much money Diddy really has. Can't be that much. Because Diddy got Diddy got stupid money. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> like Diddy's like a hip hop almost like what is it hip hop billionaire almost. He's almost the hip first hip hop. To be honest, I think he's already reached that status. Diddy's a, a billionaire, but just not in hip hop only. That's what I'm trying to say. Diddy's yeah. Diddy's probably a billionaire, Bossa Rock, and etc. But Diddy's a billionaire like outside of hip hop. If you addition like Ciroc and other like TV business revolt and shit like that, he's a billionaire. But like just only hip hop, he's not a billionaire. Yeah. But other shit, he's a billionaire. Uh, yeah. Other, come on, Biggie Mace. That's just alone. Like, if I was a billionaire, I wouldn't tell him. What anything. the fuck? Like, what the yeah, fuck? Goddamn self. That's when the IRS and all the kinds of shit come after you. They'll know. But Forbes don't need to know because Forbes does those articles based on things they can find online and stuff like that, and what they've estimated, and also by verifying with the person. And Diddy has said for years that Forbes gets it wrong Diddy every year. Diddy got long money, bro. Nobody needs to know how much money he has. Diddy got a whole TV show. Diddy got TV network. Diddy got a, Diddy got too much. Diddy had clothing lines. Like Diddy got too much. He's rich. Don't forget the impact that Diddy has had on fashion. Everything. Clothing is who he is because of P Diddy. He's everything. Everything. Like what? Everything, bro, and niggas be forgetting everything. Like to be honest with everything. People forget the all white parties he used to have in the Hamptons. Diddy got money, like crazy money, like crazy huh? money. And it's crazy because Diddy got money, even if we let's say we forget what he did in the music business. This is like still, nigga, just off liquor alone, bro. Still crazy of TV of TV shows alone, still money. Like that's nuts, bro. The I only know. nigga that's what when they could do for us, the only nigga that be there is Dr. Dre. And that's cause of beats headphones. That's crazy. Dr. And that's excluding Dr. Dre music career. Like Dr. these niggas got money. I wanna know who he has in his will to release all these stuff that are in the vaults, Dr. Dre. What's gonna happen? Can we give us his kids, probably? He gonna give us his kids. Can we have it in the will that that music all gets released? <laughs> like that's what Prince, Prince and them niggas noticed that at a, at a like very young age, Prince, Prince is worth more dead than he's alive. That's that's why he had to go. Prince is way worth way more dead than he's alive. Prince has unreleased music of Prince was all so rebellious that he literally wanted to do Purple Rain as another artist and and re-release it. But you he know did what? it as Prince, but then he came back as the artist. Oh, like, the artist formerly known as Prince. Yeah, formerly known, and he was going to do Purple Rain again and re-release it. Prince is way worth way more. Prince has like a million unreleased songs. I'm sad he didn't have no kids. I'm surprised he don't have no kids. Remember he used to be... Lingers be joking on like, oh, the metrosexual men, but it's like, a, a lot of moms would fuck Prince. Prince 
had bitches. A lot of okay? our moms will fuck Prince. What the hell? He look. He, a lot of Prince moms had bitches. Him. I'm gonna pop pussy for Prince real quick. Yo, he was a lot Tom of women will pop pussy. for Prince. said she used to have to go to sleep with her makeup on because he would call her out hours of the night, and if he called and told her to get ready, she had to be ready in 15 minutes. That sounds like Prince. Doesn't that sound crazy? She's like, I'd have to go. To but that's because times was so different. Like, like, like I'd have to well, go my nigga, but they be hair. joking on these feminine niggas. And they be these feminine all into they self niggas. And they be like, yo, these niggas was popping back. The Isley brothers, how they used to dress. is like, yo, these niggas was popping back. These niggas is, bro, what, 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 James Brown was shooting niggas. He sure was. Niggas be trying to, James Brown was shooting niggas like legit. They got James Brown was a wild nigga. He was. He was a wild nigga. Like niggas be trying to joke. Like these niggas was. These niggas was. Yeah, they look feminine to you, but these niggas was very mad if it come to beef in the streets. These niggas would shoot you. These niggas would shoot you and perform their song. But you gotta think about the seventies. Also, was like the pimp era where niggas would wear bell bottoms and platform shoes and then slap their bitch and get their money. So it's like they don't matter, right? Like, they walk after rollers. And it's crazy because you still have aunts that will fuck Prince, bro. Like, literally. They would. Like, what you see in him? You could be, what the fuck? What you see in him? Nigga look like, they will fuck Prince. They will fuck Prince. That's a fact. It's, it, <laughs> it's crazy. Prince was that nigga, though. He sure was. Niggas be sleep. Niggas be trying to clown. But um, damn, this shit we've been calling it for like two hours. What's the last thing you want to talk about? The Twitter guy. The Twitter what? The Twitter guy, the Hawaiian guy. Oh damn! This, this is a long ass podcast. All right. <laughs> no, I know where you and I are gonna stand on this, so I'm gonna let y'all talk. All right. No, no we need to finish this another time. I gotta. All, go right. all right, all right. We gonna finish another time episode. 62 of the Corey Cash Podcast, and we out. Let me finish this. Real quick.